What's up, Patreon supporter Patrick Higgins and everyone else watching this? This episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Pro Flowers. I've kept it pretty quiet, but did you know that I recently got married? And you know what my wife loves? Flowers. Now, will your significant other like flowers? I don't know. I don't believe in gender stereotypes, but I do know the old saying, it's the thought that counts. So count on Pro Flowers! You can get $10 off your purchase of $29 or more over at Pro, 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 Pro Flowers, is what I keep trying to say. And that includes their 100 Blooms bouquet, a dozen red roses, and their plant gifts. And plants make me think of Poison Ivy from Batman, and that's pretty cool. Not the Poison Ivy from Batman and Robin, that one sucks. So show someone you're thinking of them and save a buck doing it. Go to proflowers.com and enter the code Greggy at checkout. That's proflowers.com with the code Greggy. Pro Flowers. What else are you going to send them? A shoe? I can use that tagline for everything, right? Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Reverend Jared Petty. Glad to be here. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy you're here. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's been a while. I'm, I, it's reasonably chipper. Yeah, uh, reasonably, you know, chipper. reasonably chipper. <laughs> Wait, we're this right. close to Kind of Funny Live 3. Everyone's starting to get to the end of the rope. <laughs> starting to lose their mind. Yeah, it's too getting much crowded in here. Like, yeah, you yeah. walk around and there's people bustling around here. There's yeah. kind of a bustle here and a bustle there and it's a bustle everywhere. Yeah, no, it's not on. too much. It's not it's just around. Yeah. Oh, my shillelagh, Danny O'Dwyer. Yeah, yeah th- thanks. Thanks for supplying me with the most Irish ass mug I've ever seen in I'm just saying, Amy Gills is in Ireland. She's a real Irish person and she sent that to us well, along with be- a little leprechaun along with some chocolates it, it, it's because every mug in Ireland looks like this yeah. how do you, how so does it she feel, had too many how does it feel being an exploited stereotype Danny it's great okay. I love it otherwise I'm just like a white guy I have something I have something on you guys sure I'm interesting yeah, ethnically yeah, yeah of course That's yeah. My, my unfair advantage is the fact that I'm from a country which up until 80 years ago everyone lived in mud huts is that how it wow. worked? Everybody? I, I don't, I, you don't know. Did we Frank, don't. We really did, don't. You got to take my word for it. Did yeah. Frank McCourt build his own mud hut? I don't know like, who that is. Okay. They still <laughs> fake <laughs> Irish person. I told you. <laughs> they still use those mugs though in the mud huts. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And over here, king of the boy orgy, Andy Cortez. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Nothing. How you doing? How you doing? Is that the new call? Okay. I mean, so, what, I, I what don't think I've opinion? ever given you an official moniker, have I? You have it. So at one point, it was uh, the editor predator. No, uh, I never did that. And then it was the he only does editing. <laughs> that's really good yeah. that's but then we that, immediately started breaking it and had to put yeah. our shows and stuff also I'm seated on this side because I shaved a really long white hair on my ear last night and I oh. cut my ear no. the, oh you oh. put it all together oh, yeah. on what happened put it all together this morning we didn't understand why his ear was bleeding oh, now I we know it. yeah yeah wow yeah. Yeah. the air was growing from there it was that's a weird. long white hair about that long right. wow yeah a, if you're a listener at home he's doing about three four inches with his fingers like that yeah I don't, I don't, I, I, I wow. said this morning on the morning show, I wanted a time-lapse camera on, like, stuck on it so I could see how. No one wants that. I, really? I'm getting old and I'm starting to develop these little weed patches on my back. Whoa. They're just like, like these little areas. Yeah, they're just, you know those, you, you'll be walking like out in the woods and it'll just be like that one mm. thing of really mm. tall grass mm. oh, and, then sure, yeah. and then another. I'm getting those, but they're made of human hair. Well, at mm. least you have an excuse because you're getting old. Yeah. I've, I've always had angel wings up there for just no reason. Really? Oh, just nice. patches of angel, angel wings up there. But yeah. does it stop the lower you go down? I don't know. That's just how when I when I grew in the chest hair, oh, okay. which is when did voluminous. Happen? I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah? I got That's nipple hairs. Oh, yeah, oh, nipple hairs. I got yeah. a few of the nip hairs. I I think I counted in total around 22 hairs. Why'd you count them? You're counting them? On your nips? Man. I had time in the shower. 
I'm, I'm a largely hairless creature. I mean, from the top on down. So okay. there's not a lot of hair on my body. Making so it up for about, Yeah, down here. Well, that's this is compensatory. Okay. I mean, <laughs> this beard now, I have had the beard longer than I have it. I've never shaved it off since I grew it. And when did you grow it? I was 18. I grew it to impress you. So I've How had old are you now? And now I'm 38. Jesus. So well, there could be something on today. You don't know about <laughs> yeah, Cheers, by the be. way, guys. But it's, Sorry, it's, I'm going to start drinking. I want to be rude. Right. Cheers. Launch it. Cheers. Mm, delicious. Ah, Salute. Thirty. So twenty years of this. Yeah, thing. I've had this beard a really long time now. This beard is is like I said, longer than I have it. But had. you don't get curious. No. What about underneath? Yeah. Not particularly. No. It's it's become so much a part of me now that if, if I shaved it off, I really don't know what I do with myself. Mm. I think it would actually be kind of scarring. There was this guy about a year ago. A barber gave me like a horrible chin strap without Ooh, me asking right. for oh, it. No, no. He cut me too short up here, and mm. just that part of my face had not been exposed to the air. In like 19 years. Molded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was just, it was <laughs> weird. Civilization and I, I down found, there. I walked around like this for like a month. Yeah. I felt really weird that whole time. Here's and, the question yeah. for you, Jared. Uh-oh. Walk me through what when you had hair, what did it look like? What kind of what kind of hairstyle we have going? Flowing locks. No, we friend. did not. Flowing no, locks. we did okay. not. Get out so of town. Take, take this, take this, this this Adonis of a man. Okay. you see before you mm-hmm. uh, drop about, you know, a oh, hundred pounds off of what you see here mm-hmm. uh, and uh, make throw, roll back uh, the sands of time about 50 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got this, uh, this kind of flowing, thick, dark hair, no wow. beard. Okay. Very articulated chin. Okay. okay. No glasses during that time. Got the contact okay. lenses. Okay. Eyes are not tiny little bead things. They're bigger okay. at that point. God knows why my eyes keep getting smaller, but they yeah. <laughs> and uh, then the GDC ponytail. Oh, uh, so many ponytails yeah. and GDC. <laughs> exactly. But most of the time, most of the time, it was a mop top. I, I wore my hair in kind of a Beatles mop. Hmm. Uh, and then I experimented with the, uh, the the locks there for a while. I also, for a brief period of time, had a very ill-advised mustache. I'm a beard guy. Mm. Yeah. Grow beard. I am not mustache guy. That's a strong mustache you have now, though. Well, it's, it's, it works it's, with the beard. But yeah. bereft of context, it, it, it's suddenly hmm. terrible. Hmm. It, it's it's kind of like, I don't know, what's what's a great sequel? Uh, you know, Ghostbusters 2. Lost World. Uh, yeah, Okay, so we haven't gotten to any good ones here so far. Wow. All right. yeah, it's Terminator strikes. Two. All right. My my, my mustache is is like it's like it's like Godfather Three standing by itself, okay. rest of context that is awful. Okay, right. yeah. Okay. This is like dumb oh, and dumber. Yeah, you're just like ooh, you don't want that to happen with the beard. It's great. So what about you? Did you wow. ever grow a beard? Hell no. No, your beard? I can't. I, I look like a I, your patchy back situation. Uh-huh. That's my patchy face situation. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's real bad. It looks like when you know when you grow your first beard and you're like 14. Yeah, like that's my life forever. See, and it I, turns out gray and orange. It turns out really orange. Yeah, I look everybody like, gets oh, those I look red like hairs. This yeah, yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Do you no, really do look it. like a leprechaun when you grow a beard? No, I have a buddy Dale. He's actually in town right now. Uh, who uh, is what like up, a Dale? Squat small dude uh, who's got like the biggest ginger beard and hair. Oh, wow. I used to dress him up as a leprechaun. Again. I'm sure he loved American that. tourists to take photographs. That, well, mm. that's how he makes some money. No, I got scared off of the beard, and I okay. still am gun shy about it because this weekend I let it go, where I was. Okay. Just, it was getting oh, yeah? out there, and Jen was like. Just let it go. Let it I keep going. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think it really my, my, cool. Well, the problem is that you double back to IGN, where once I walked past Ryan Geddes's desk, right, and he had a photo of him and his wife, and he had a beard, mm, okay. but I made fun of him because the photo was in black and white, and it looked like one of those photos of like when a POW gets released, <laughs> and then they're like, they take that first thing and it's put in the newspaper or whatever. Right. That's what it looked like, and I made that comedy. He's like, I'm like, how old is how much how long has this beard been growing? He's like, two weeks. You grow a beard for two weeks. Let's see. And I let it go for two weeks, and I looked terrible at the end of two weeks. Right. It's terrible at the end of two weeks. But it was that thing of the, whenever you let it grow out yeah. and shave it, it comes back thicker. Yes, right. But I still get to that point now where I still think I look bad. And a lot of kids were saying over the weekend in the social post, like, keep it, keep it, keep it. Mm. But then we were doing the 
final piece. I love you this week. I didn't feel like um, that being that final look for it. Yeah. I think it'd be right a great corner. look for you. I, and we were talking just before the show, actually, about the fact that there's the tiny bits of silver in the front yeah. of your hair. Oh, yeah. I think that would come out in the beard, and that would be a great look for Very you. Very distinguished, Greg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think well, you look great. You have a good beard. <clears throat> no, I don't. Yeah, you do. So, excellent. So You're the best I, looking so, kind of funny person. So How's it that feel? It doesn't connect right here. Right. And uh-huh. for the longest time, it was really only this and some goatee. Not a whole lot on the cheeks No chops, on. no chops. Yeah, no chops. Uh, which was unfortunate because I, I got most of my jeans from my father. Mm. And he had a beer like age 12 or mm-hmm. some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so Did he I look got like short a sexy pirate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> you kind of look like a sexy pirate. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No, no, I can see it. Before. You look like a young Captain Morgan. You yeah, totally. <laughs> like, you know, before you get your adventuring pirate oh, career okay. really going, like yeah. a young Nathan Drake, but no, Morgan uh, style. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, or like Captain Morgan, the guy you know, he's putting his, he's standing on the rum thing. Yeah, get the big, get the big red coat. Eventually, you're gonna get the poofy hair. Okay, and you have to angle that up a little bit, and you look like the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, like the original one. And then we'll uh, mass produce you and sell you to college students exactly. all around the world. I love okay. the choice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneer guy. You, because that, right? Yeah, totally. That's the vision. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Andy, yeah. Andy knows that one too. I do know that. Yeah, without Tim and Nick here, we can make sports references for the most part and be all right. You know what I mean? Talk about. The, the sports balls, and yeah, I'm good with that. Exactly, I'm well aware of them. Uh, if you're wondering, everybody, uh, Tim Gettys, uh, he is at home working on Kind of Funny Live Three. It's coming up super soon. If by the time you hear this, you're running out of time. Get it's there like tomorrow, right? June third. Yeah, yeah. By the time tomorrow. people start oh, yeah. seeing this, wow. yeah, it's gonna be really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. San Francisco, come do it. And uh, Nick Scarpino tried to come in with a cold this morning. We don't threw his that. ass out. Don't do that. Oh really? We were like, don't do this. Don't we got it. We, we had a live show coming up. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. We he didn't use his mic. No, of course not. Okay, don't worry about it. And also, he's probably faking it. He probably has a job interview. Okay. Is that what? Yeah. Probably does, right? God damn it. So the kids are away now. We get to play. I, it's the game over, Greggy show, of course. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can toss us a couple bucks, get a whole bunch of exclusive perks, goodies, and other things, along with early access to the show. But if you have no bucks to toss, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where you post the entire show day by day, topic by topic, until it goes up as one big MP3 and video the following Friday. So with them gone, I had already invited Jared in. That mm. was happening. No Tim. I'm like, no big deal. I'll grab Andy. Then when Nick went down in a, a, a you know, flame and glory today, hammers, yeah. Yeah. on the morning show, Andy Andy came in right away. They brought in the right the right hand. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Came in from the outfield. And no, you I didn't was, even warm up. You didn't get to the bullpen or anything. <laughs> I didn't get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was ready for my call, though. That's but you thing. came in and you, were, you destroyed it. That's the it. mark of a true fucking athlete. I, right. I feel like I'm in giant-sized X-Men, like number one. Like, just yeah, brought right. in here. Well, this, and this is my thing. Is like, this is a great crossover. Because then what it was in the morning show, I was like, mm. hey, kids in the Twitch chat, who should we have? Don't just throw out the Rock. I hate it when they do that. <laughs> Who should have I the Rock on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, though, I was like, well, if anybody's watching, they can chime in. And you, of course, Danny O'Dwyer, were watching. I was a fan of kind of funny content. I thank know. you. I like to watch your stuff. You almost said stupid stuff, didn't you? <laughs> your <laughs> shit. I like to watch your shit. I like to watch it. And I was I, today's like my Friday because I'm leaving for the rest of the week. Right. So you know when you're like working, but you're also like, oh fuck it. Like, yeah. I'm almost done. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that much on this Final Fantasy doc today. And then I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd love to go over senioritis, see those guys. if you will. See senioritis. 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 Is that yeah. what that's called? You got that? You ever Shit. you have that over there in uh, Ireland? You got senioritis? No, your senior year, yeah. senior year of oh, high school. You're like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Totally. Senioritis. I don't care, man. I, I, I fuck on the, the desk. Whole way through high school, though. Yeah, oh, okay. I from the beginning. Fuck on a desk. So this is my thing. I'm just gonna blow past that. Yeah, of course. My whole thing is it is a superpowers episode. Right. It's, I can't remember the last Game Over Greggy show I had, which was an official episode with like basically an all, a brand new cast and everything. Right. So the first topic, I was like, well, let's, we got to booze number one, get okay. it going. And then we have good topics coming up. I think the number one topic should just be fucking around for a while, get, get in the sure. flow, hang out with everybody. Sure. So let's get back to this now. Yeah. 
You're talking about all these different things. You're going, where are you going? Where, do you, where are you going? I got a cousin's wedding. Yeah. Oh. And it's my cousin who I've like never actually visited because he lives in Chicago. Great place to go. I've go. never been. You should go. So why I are you am. going to his wedding? Why am I going to his wedding? Yeah. He's my cousin. So like you don't know him, but you're going to his wedding? Oh, no, I know him. I've oh. just never been to Chicago. Oh, okay. He's come to Ireland before. Okay. Okay. And my uncle's right. there. And my uncle literally... <laughs> fuck you, Greg Miller, for giving me this mug. My uncle... <laughs> oh, my shillelagh! My uncle literally owned a uh, group of Irish goods stores in the Chicago, Illinois area. Oh, yeah, Called did. Blarney Incorporated. Okay, nice. Which <laughs> does not... No longer does he does he run. He, he works on a bunch of other stuff at the moment. Why doesn't he run uh, anymore? Golfs now or something. I, I don't know. Maybe the bottom fell out of shillelaghs. See, I, my, I here's my thing you. about it is like... Like growing up in Chicago, right? We and I don't know how it is now because I got the fuck out. But at least my mother's generation, my par- the parents' generation of us, right. were so fucking proud of you know I'm Polish, I'm Irish. All right. this. Mm-hmm. mom have mom have the signs up, parking for Irish only. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? All this dumb shit. Meanwhile, I'm like I'm American. There's a sign that said parking for Irish only. Well, it's like you know that you'd hang in your garage, right? Not like you'd go to the supermarket. Uh, <laughs> There'd be Irish only. <laughs> Some guy, a bunch of Irish people with beer uh, beards. Reasonably sure that's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So just, when, when I think about Irish people being on signs, it's usually not four. It's usually the other way around. So it's just interesting sure. to yeah. hear that. Well, there are proud people is what I'm saying. Right. In the Chicagoland area. So I, I didn't think know that. I could, I, I, we always associate it with Boston and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like that's where the Irish live. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like even New York, right? Like yeah. patches of that. But apparently Chicago as well. Oh, yeah. Big time. Irish right. Catholic out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm heading out there first time. Now, what's interesting, you're, you're skipping the most important thing. Because you, uh, when you were hitting me up to be on yeah. the show today, you're like, I got to go, but I'm going tomorrow by train. I am. Oh. Who the fuck goes anywhere by train anymore? I know, right? Nobody does. I think this is an excuse to like, I've been working for like a month on this Final Fantasy edit, and I've always, I love trains, and I think this is a really good excuse to like, get out for like longer than the, because otherwise I'm just dropping in on a Friday, sure. wedding, getting the hell out. Right. Whereas this is like a fun time for me and my wife to have like a little bit of like our own adventure time. Yeah. Uh, and also you can take a train, the Zephyr. It's actually the same one they mm-hmm. do before GDC on train jam. Oh, the, the jam. It's just the opposite way. Okay. Is that I'm going from Oakland and Jack London, I think, to Chicago. How long is it going to take? 58 hours, I think. Train travel is the best. That's right? so exciting. I've oh never my gosh. been on one that long, though. Oh, man. But you're going you're gonna to get to sleep, right? You're gonna, yeah. You're going to get like three days. You're gonna so you got like a sleeper car on the jet? Yes. Cabin. So you're gonna you're gonna the, yes. Okay. We got our own, like, like small, not the fancy, fancy one, but we got like our own little cabin. Oh. Okay. But not uh, like the James Bond cabin. Not like no, the one it's the, not, oh. there's, there's one you can spend like thousands on. Okay. If you want, but like, the, it's only three days. May yeah. I ask how much this costs? Because like, um, I'm trying to gauge against a plane ticket and stuff like that. Oh, no, you, it's, it's more expensive than a plane well, ticket. Okay. It was like maybe around between 700 and 800. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's not yeah. terrible. That's not bad. Yeah. Does that, I think it does include... I don't know if it... Actually, maybe it doesn't. Should well, I pack and, a bunch of Cheez-Its and stuff. No, no, there's, there's a car. Right? There's a car. Yeah, they got a club oh, okay, car. But then good. that's three meals. So uh-huh. we did also like just fill a bag full of like Diet Cokes and uh, chips. And okay. So do you stay... Are you planning on staying in the room a lot? Or are you going to be wandering around the train? So... The way they do, do it they is, have a Dave and Buster's car? They have, they don't. They have a food car, yeah. and they have, apparently have like a little general store, but they have a viewing car Ooh. because you're basically going through like right. you know I don't think Montana. You go through like uh, what's the one with Salt Lake City, Texas, Utah, Utah. Utah. yeah, and like I mean eventually you end up going through Kansas and stuff as well, right? But like there's all like the pretty stuff as well, yeah. And you can see what t- like we've done the time mm. to see when we're going to be awake, so mm. we're going to be awake through like Nevada. It goes up to like Truckee and all that on the way over, okay. And then it's like really pretty, and then you go sleep for like the boring parts and then you wake up for the next stuff so have you done a train with a touring car before never 
Oh, God, it's amazing. How it's do like, you know so much about trains? Uh, because you, I lived in Japan for a long time. But you were, were you taking it everywhere? We, yeah, but you just take the bullet train. You're there. No, 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 <laughs> everywhere. No, no. You take the like bullet train. And you're the there when you're, when, you're, when you're in a hurry. But if you're one, want, just wanting to see the countryside, or two, if you're poor like we were, then mm. you take the five and a half hours of train transfers across country wow. and go from rural train to rural train to rural train. Okay. And travel through the countryside and travel through the mountains. Plus, we lived up in the mountains. We didn't live in the city. Mm. So every train trip up to us was this tiny little train. We called it the PP train because it smelled like uh, cat pee. And we'd, most of the trains in Japan are really, really clean, but the Nagaragawa Railroad had one train car that a cat had peed in like 20 years before, <laughs> and the smell had never gone away. And so we'd ride up the Nagaragawa and back down, and then get on JR, and then ride all over the country. But the touring car on the Takayama Express, uh, Takayama is this beautiful, idyllic town. It sounds town. like a Ghibli movie. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do, have you seen uh, uh, Your Name? No, 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 you haven't seen your God, name. I've seen, I okay, to. so the little town that's featured in your name, my wife and I lived about twenty miles from that in Japan, up in the up in the Japanese Alps, and Takayama's not far from there. The Japanese and, Alps, yeah, it was like, like the, the very big, far away from the rest of the Alps. The, well, <laughs> the big, the big giant mountains in the center of Honshu. I mean, they're huge. They're immense mountains, right. like like super duper tall, and and covered in snow most of the year, and, and very beautiful. But and then you jump off, and you can just hang glide the whole way down. Yeah, well, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. If you so see it, you can go to it. Have you upgraded your climbing? <laughs> but the, the touring car Stay on the Takayama bar, Express, if you went up in the winter, the snow would be melting off the mountains and it would turn the river the color of jade. I mean, it would be the, like like this. <laughs> Do you work for the Japanese tourism board? Because <laughs> I've literally just come back from there and now, now I want to go back. Oh, it's amazing. Takayama is extraordinary. You go up there, there's just like, you're up there in the snow and it's this, this mountain town in the middle of nowhere. And unlike the rest of the country during World War II, the mountains weren't bombed in, into nothingness. And right. so all the buildings were. So there's thatch roof cottages up there that are hundreds of years old Whoa. and there's temples that were never burnt down and rebuilt and, there were, and, and so you go up to these, these bridges that are just ancient and, the, and, and it's so different than the rest of Japan mm. yet so uniquely Japanese but these touring cars you look out and you're going through cedar forest in the snowfall with this literally green river like of waterfalls cutting down <laughs> and just for like two hours winding up and there's like icicles and magical elves running through the woods right, so that's and what I'm doing except transpose all that with Kansas yeah Okay. Kansas pretty, you're hey, you going to look east, out and see a bunch of Dan Reicherts out there. East Kansas, really pretty. I actually, I went I went to Kansas. I went Thanksgiving with yeah. Reichert actually one yeah. year. Because I'd never been, I don't ever been to like the Bay Area sure. and like LA and right. all that yeah. sort of stuff. And got to see like a real uh, sort of part of America. And I was into it. Would you, yeah, that was yeah. the thing. I, for this past year, I took a Gen Do a Mizzou game for tailgating right. and stuff mm -hmm. and like cool. in Missouri and like. That was a culture shock for her. Right. <laughs> that was yeah. a bit different. Her first ever tailgate, her first ever all this, like yeah. that kind of college pride we all have here. Yeah. Did you like flyover country? Like, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. It reminded me of back home in a way where it's like you feel like you're kind of from, you don't feel like your identity isn't like attached to mm -hmm. this identity that everyone else has, these millions of other people have. So mm -hmm. you end up crafting your own sort of one, uh, which is kind of like back home where like, you know, I'm from a town of 40,000 people, but like we have an identity and we hate the yeah. Kilkenny, the ones next door, and we like these ones. And, you know, you have just that weird tribalism. Yeah. Um, and there's, I don't know, when when you're a foreigner in another country you're living in, you tend to like know, you know, four or five of the things mm -hmm. and then everyone else is just the other people. But to go there and then be like, oh no, they got their own thing going on. Yeah, and yeah This yeah. is the type of people. They have their own culture and this yeah, is yeah, what yeah. they're doing. Which was it. And then if you in Japan last month was like the same kind of thing where it's like you get an appreciation for a whole different way of a culture looking at themselves. Yeah. And that was like super fascinating. A Andy, where, have you been out of the country? What's your, what's your I've status? I've never left the country. I've been to Mexico because I pretty much lived right there on the border. Mm. 
Um, Can I see your papers? In Tijuana. <laughs> I do have my papers. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. We, we all have to be vigil. Say <laughs> you see something, say something. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm you're sure. Right. Um, so, <laughs> I'm yeah, an American. So we'd, uh, we'd cross the border to go visit uh, a little town called Re- Reynosa. And they sell, uh, like, you'd go there to eat food and drink and shit like that. Sure. Mm. And actually, a lot of kids back home would, when I was in high school, would cross the border to go drink because sure. it was legal over there. Or yeah, whatever. Of course, yeah. Of course. Uh, but it was so fucking terrifying. I kept, couldn't imagine ever doing that. And I never wanted to because I was so scared of, like, just getting caught and things like that. But no, I've, I, like, so I want to travel before I turn 30. That's mm. coming up pretty soon. Okay. February. Oh, uh, Jesus. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So I want to hit. Where do you uh, want to go? I want to go to either Tokyo Hell yeah. or New Zealand. I really want to Ooh. see the Shire. Okay. okay, So bad. Two great plans. Yeah. I didn't know you were that big of a Lord of the Rings fan. I, I mean, not not the books. <laughs> like, yeah, I sure. Read the book. I, who who I, reads? I read Fellowship once, like in sixth grade or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. you shut up. <laughs> Kevin, use your microphone. The, the irony, the one that looks like a hobbit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not you, Andy. Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I do want to go to New Zealand or Tokyo or a bunch of di- a bunch of other spots that uh, you got to go to Tokyo, dude. Tokyo is awesome. I've heard. I, and yeah. so, like, when I was at Rooster Teeth, um, Gus had just gone. Yeah. Gus went for a few weeks or whatever, and then Adam Ellis went as well. And just seeing their photos, seeing them catalog everything on social media, yeah, it was right. like, oh, dude, this mm-hmm. looks fucking. And the ramen, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what is it about this time of year? Because I uh, didn't really have eyes on Tokyo until I went last month, mm-hmm. and then when I came back, it seemed like everyone I knew was going there. over there it's, right yeah. now. It's yeah. sakura season for one thing. Is that um, was it the that's part cherry of it. blossoms? Are yeah, that's that's right. the cherry blossoms. So that's one part of it. The spring's probably the best time. Oh, the fall's beautiful too. It's a right. time there's a well. game thing going on too because yeah. Geo's over there for it. Gold Farm's over oh, there really? for it. Yeah, that's why I think you're getting an influx right now. So right. Yeah, yeah, we all work in this that industry. It's not TGS though because that's on in like August, right? Yeah, I never been. TGS is dead. Yeah. All right, don't worry about it. Go to Gamescom instead. You should yeah. go to Germany, actually. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Japan's yeah. better. German's amazing. Japan was amazing. Yeah. I'd never been... I'd never had that, like, feeling of being the other. Yeah, more right. Than any of my, exactly. life, my life. It's, like, super... And, like, there's no... It reminded me of going to Poland where everything... Because everything is, like, written in a non... Like, an alphabet. You're not... Like, the non-Roman alphabet or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you don't have a reference point for anything. And, like, even things that, like, you can kind of... They're kind of accurate to the Western world. They're like different in their own way. Like, like even saying hello and like mm-hmm. talking to people, it's just it's like twenty percent different. Yep. But it's really, but not in like language, just in like culture, and it just means that you're constantly feeling like you're not really. You, you never. You don't know the yeah. rules. Don't, don't, don't want to offend anybody. Right. Yeah. That's just so nice. Oh my god. Well, that's like, the I thing is, like, you'll get away with anything over there because even like that's right. the thing of like when the last trip I took was you know three years ago now for mm. that Thanksgiving trip with Scott Lowe and a whole bunch of people and going there there's this awesome photo of us in one of the convenience stores all waiting for our dinner reservation and we, we sent Panda Musk outside to take it right. and he takes it and it's us in the window all drinking our beers or whatever waiting for a reservation it's great blah blah and we posted it and as soon as we posted it like everyone's like oh great photo blah blah and I think it was Pear who pops in he's like. You realize the sign above your head says no drinking alcohol inside the restaurant or inside the convenience store. I'd also like to take umbrage with the idea that you can get away with anything. I've got a thousand dollar speeding ticket from Japan. A thousand dollars? How fast were you going? Uh, About maybe 18 kilometers per hour over. Wow. Um, no one knows what that means. Uh, 400 miles an hour? Yeah, I don't know. Kevin, can, can, can you do the... Can you do the yeah, I know. Open up the Google. Maybe it was a little more. But yeah, it was a $1,000 speeding ticket. Jeez. So, yeah, don't speed in Japan. Well, okay, wow. I don't mean that. I meant like, you know, He's being on a drunk. bicycle as well. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Coming out of a big hill. Yep. Just getting so much $1,000... 
eight hours of traffic school and uh, wow. two different trips to uh, to wait in line for several hours to get things stamped. And a really like cool giant arcade where you had to drive fake cars at the end. Whoa! Uh, that was in the traffic center. That was only twelve miles over. Uh, it, it was, yeah, again, I could be That's exaggerating. Right. It might have been a little more. Okay. I don't remember. Right. Uh, would have to ask the traffic camera. But, uh, <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. yeah, it took me like two and a half years to get my American driver's license. Yeah, I feel your pain. It's a pain. Why did it take you so long to get it? Uh, one because I was on a. I've got a green card now, so it went through a lot easier. The first time I was applying, I was on the visa which mm. I got from CBS, which gotcha. was an intercompany transfer visa. And basically, when I like applied, I, I had a license in Ireland, but it was provisional. It wasn't like a full one. But I drove on it for like three years because back then nobody gave a shit in Ireland. Um, so I was reapplying for this. It wasn't like I had one, and I was doing like a gotcha. give me your California one or whatever. Yeah. Um, and basically, because I was on that weird visa, I got put on some like. They had to look up information about who I was to make sure who I was. And that process took over a year. Wow. Uh, and then in the end, they were like still taking so long that I just went, fuck it, I'll wait for the green card. So I did. And then I went in and got it like within four weeks, probably. How long did have you been test? here now? Um, coming up on four years, I think, maybe three and, a, three and change. Do you miss home? Uh, like I was in England for five years before that. Mm. And that felt as far mm, because mm. like I, getting home was... Uh, relatively as expensive because sure. I was earning no money and yeah. it's like hard, you know, <laughs> and you don't have that much I mean you got more holidays than your vacation than you do here but you still didn't have that much um, and, uh, like I miss it like I miss the people but sure. like I miss my parents and I miss my friends a lot but we're all like I got a fantasy football team with all my buddies and we I wait now real football or fake football? American football okay good just make sure yeah, yeah, real football yeah, yeah. not, not, your, your, not yeah, Euro sock yeah. well done yeah. well done <laughs> right. um, so like if I missed it that much I wouldn't be here Gotcha. And like I, my wife is here and we're, you know, settled down and happy and you make your own family now kind of time. Yeah. So, oh, make your own like, family yeah, now. Okay. All right. right. I like that kind we'll of see thing. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. we will. Yeah. We'll Andy, do you, do you miss home? You, how long have you been in San Francisco now? Um, I've been in San Francisco for, it'll be two months on Kind of Funny Life 3. Nice. Ooh. Oh, wow. yeah. We're throwing you a party. Perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Very exciting. You know, so, um, but before that I was in Austin, it would have been, uh, I moved to Austin in 2008. Wow. Um, that summer. So how far like, is that from home? Or uh, I'm uh, I'm no. 29 right now. But how old were you? Oh, how old were I? Uh, I was 20. Okay. Yeah, I was 20. So a little bit out of high school, um, which is about five hours away from home. Oh, okay. Um, so we just drove up there. All my friends and I decided to move and say, fuck it. I don't want to be here anymore back home. There wasn't really much for me in terms of what I wanted to do with my career, which is like I want to do art stuff, animation <laughs> or game design or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I miss home only when, uh, when I'm in my group thread with my friends and they're like, yeah. yo, come over, we're going to do whatever, whatever. Or like, we're going to go play basketball. Or mm. That's when I like, man, I wish mm. I was there, you know? Cause I, I love, I have a really tight group of friends. Uh, and then I miss my, I, I made my parents get Snapchat so they can send me like, <laughs> they can send me <laughs> videos of, of my, <laughs> yeah, of the dicks. Yeah. Um, of my, of <laughs> I was going to go even worse with that joke, but, um, so they can send me photos of my nieces and my nephew, because mm -hmm. uh, I, cool. you know, I never see them. You know, yeah. so it's pretty cool. you, you could just, you know, text them too. They could just text you. Yeah, know. but text it. But the videos, what like my dad used to text me videos, and they're just so difficult. Like sometimes they don't play correctly, or they're super blurry. It's because you don't have an iPhone. I mean, if you have an iPhone, <laughs> I really yeah. you're it, for a while when it was just Kevin ruining the group threads. I was I was like, well, whatever. Kevin's the punchline. Now we have, slack. and now I got your goddamn green bubbles popping up too. When I'm trying to talk to people. <laughs> like, 
You wait worst. till you wait till your nieces and nephews are old enough to like text you themselves. Right. Oh. My oldest niece now like has a, like an i I guess an iPod Touch. They still make those. Okay. Right. Oh, sure. but but she has a messaging app or whatever. Yeah. Because okay. you can use Messenger as long as someone else is on an iPhone right. or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she like hits me up on that stuff. She just goes, "What's what's going on?" And it sends me like four Trump gifts. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. I live here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm trying to get away from that when I talk to you. I don't need I don't need more updates on everything that's happening. That photo of him gr- grabbing the eye of Sauron or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> bouncing around on. It was extraordinary. It. Yeah, it's amazing. Jared, what's your topic? Ah, okay. So uh, when I came in, I came in with a variety of topics in Ooh. my back pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had topic. You know, thought about this and I thought about that. You're like, hey, what about James Bond? I'm like, yeah. well, Nick is the only... Nick yeah. knows a lot about that. So we're not uh, talking about James Bond. Or are we going to talk about... Like, what about Macklemore? I'm like, that was a Tim <laughs> uh, So Greg said, hey, why don't you talk about something a little more serious? Sure. Since, uh, yeah. So... Serious uh, or frivolous, depending on your perspective, because this is a pretty wide open one. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't talk about this as much publicly. I used to be terrified mm. to talk about it, especially after I moved out here, because it's a part of my background that for a while I was uncomfortable sharing with people because I think a lot of presuppositions come mm. along with it. Um, and those presuppositions are often justified. But eventually, Greg found out and started calling me. Uh, I used to be, I believe you called me the Wiki Wonder Kid for yep. a long time. Yeah, yeah. But you changed the the moniker you laid upon me yeah. to, to the Reverend. Because on One Beyond, um, you finally yeah. stumbled in. You're like, oh, yeah, and I used to be a reverend yeah. for a long um, time so, and yeah, preach. I'm like, what? I was a member of the clergy. Uh, still ordained. Uh, and they haven't taken it away yet. Uh, we'll see when that happens. But I want to ask you about theology. Okay. Uh, and, and specifically, uh, at this point in your life, I want to ask you uh, what, if anything, God means to you at this stage in your life, mm. whether that mean. Absolutely nothing, whether that be frustration or hostility at how that's been used, whether that be something very personal. Right now in your life, who's God? What's God? This is an intervention for you, Greg. What? (laughs) I I got a long answer for this one. Go for it. You guys want to go first? No, you go. I can go first and get it over with. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Okay. Um, So this is a topic that's always been tough for me to to talk about and even think about, but I... um, I don't necessarily know what is out there. I don't feel like I believe in anything. I, I think that there's something out there, but I don't think it's, to me, it's not this all-knowing, uh, all-helping sort of mm. uh, being out there. I just see too much shitty things going on in the world, and it it always makes me wonder, like, like if people believe in this, why does all this shitty stuff happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... That was always my confliction. Uh, and that's been since, man, I was like fucking eight years old or seven mm-hmm. years old. Like just always doubting and not ever, always being, uh, uh, always questioning my pastor back in the day. And mm-hmm. uh, So you grew up in a church environment? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my family are um, Lutheran. My mom grew oh, up right. Catholic and then switched over to Lutheran. Um, she had and, a Reformation. Uh, I, I guess my dad just made her. <laughs> but I had to... Uh, you know, I was I was involved with the church. You know, I went yeah. to did Sunday school and I you know uh, did my communion and all that stuff. Um, but it was always a it was always a tough topic for me, especially because my parents are religious and to this day they'll still text me. You know, hey, God bless you. You know, don't forget to pray and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's always something. You just text back you playing the guitar. Yeah, like, <laughs> shut up, mom. <laughs> I'm snorting coke or whatever. <laughs> um, no, it's it's always tough for me to to interact with them about that stuff because I. I'd feel like it would be disingenuous for me to say, like, sure, God bless you back or whatever, because I, mm-hmm. I know deep down I probably don't mean it, um, mm. because I just don't. I'm doubting everything. I'm very just pessimistic by nature. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's you, my sort of stance. You mentioned mm-hmm. a contrast. Uh, it, it, this was almost what I asked instead of just saying, where is God in your life right now? There's, there's this word theodicy, uh, which is the, the question of God and evil. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something that, that, uh, that, that's you know, literally as old as Job or older. Uh, a question people have been asking for thousands of years. If God exists. Why are things so awful? Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about thinking about that as an eight-year-old. Do you remember the first time that that question rose for you? Do you remember what brought that contrast into your mind? I think it might have been like the, uh, oh, God. Because I remember talking to my pastor about, soldiers killing people in war right mm-hmm. and my even my pastor was like oh fuck like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, um rest in peace david great guy um i uh i god i don't remember what war it, it must have been the uh iraq the iraq yeah. yeah no it must have been iraq actually right. um when that sort of started brewing up and that's when i was like man they're just like do soldiers get forgiven like who's on whose side like what's it was just always very confusing to me, and, and to this day, I still try not to even think about it. Okay. <laughs> just because I, I just because I know that in some way it's it'll dis, it disappoints my parents hmm. um, because we are Hispanic, and like I think it's probably one of the worst things to tell your family if you're Hispanic mm-hmm. that you right. are not feeling super religious. Uh, I again, I, I feel like I'm more sort of agnostic. Like I think they're. If there is something out there, I don't want to say that there's not, because I'm just not that definitive about anything. Um, yeah, that's probably where I stand. It's interesting you frame it in terms of your family identity, largely, yeah. like a, a, about your relationship to your mom and dad. That's fascinating. Even everybody. Like, I, I think I'm probably one of the only people in my family who maybe thinks that way, mm-hmm. or is only, or is brave enough to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. 100%, Jared. I believe in a God. Huh. Uh, I, you know, raised Catholic, uh, went to parochial school, kindergarten through eighth grade. You know, I didn't know you were Catholic. No, that's not right. I'm sorry. Kindergarten through high school. Well, I'm I, not anymore. Yeah. I didn't know you were high school. Okay. <laughs> that's what something I feel Catholic school is really good at beating out of you okay. is being Catholic. <laughs> like, huh, well, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. And you're a dick, but you're telling, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Going to college was the first time I went to school without a uniform on and didn't have religion class Amen. and didn't have uh, wow. school uh, assembly prayer and didn't have, you know, a church attached to the building, wow. uh, at least in cross in every room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, you know what it's about. <laughs> um, but the thing about it for me is like, I think. I, so I believe in God. Uh, I don't believe in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that because for me, what got difficult with it was when people wanted to start putting barriers to God in front of me. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, you need to confess your sins to this priest, mm-hmm. and then he'll tell you what to do, or you need to do, you know, blah blah blah. Or like, the Pope is saying this about that, and that's why there's no women cl- clergy. And this and it's like, well, there's like. That doesn't feel like I'm on the same page with you about that. I wasn't on the same page with them about abortion. I wasn't on the same page about gay. And I wasn't on the same page about a million other things, right? And for me, it was the fact of, to the question of, like, why do bad things happen to good people, right? Mm -hmm. From an early age, I I was able to divorce myself from that. Of Like, Mm -hmm. that's not my view of God. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that, I feel the presence of God every day. Um, but not a God I pray to. A God I say thank you to every so often about this, that, or the other. But I always go back to... I don't think I can wrap it in words, wrap my head around it, explain it to people. But for me, it's always like, well, there's no proof of God, right? Because I think people are looking for the Jesus miracles and this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and water, wine, I'm, fl- I'm floating. <laughs> I'm doing all this different stuff. Where for me, like the proof of God to me, and again, this is, uh, I've talked about it before, how small my brain is though, is this, like looking, mm. seeing right now. Like this is so complex and I understand evolution and I believe in evolution. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that didn't happen, but I feel like there was a divine influence somewhere to get us here. 
This is so confusing. And like, I think about all the time of if I was blinked into another dimension tomorrow or whatever. And like, you know, they were back in caveman times and I was trying to explain the pen, the table, like, how, well, how did you make this shiny glass? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, you don't understand how complicated any of this is. How do radios like, work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking magnets. How do yeah. they work? You know what I mean? Like, there's a million different things. But it's like, it's that of like, how con- complicated my fucking eyeball is to beam the message to my brain for me to understand it and that we all f- see theoretically the same way and all these different things. Mm-hmm. But then it's also the thing of like, I talk about this all the time and it's a stupid one, but for sure, my entire life, when I walk down streets at night, lights will burn out street lights. Yeah. And it happens to everybody, but for me it happens at such an alarming rate that if it was happening for everybody at the rate it happened to me, the whole street would be dark. Okay. <laughs> and so for me I feel like that's just always a gentle nudge of like, oh, something's happening. There's huh. something happening you here. You see that as portentous. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't believe in a god who's guiding this or doing that, but mm. I do believe in the fact that I'm a good person. I try to be mm. Superman. I try to live my life to these values mm. of help other people and do whatever. And that's always the other thing too of like People are like, what would Jesus do? And I'm like, nah, I don't believe in that. What would Superman, Superman do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I've been able to wrap my morality around. Right. But, like, I've had every blessing in the world. I've had every break go my way. I've had everything I ever dreamed of come true. Like, granted, I think part of that's work ethic. Part of that's... The, but, I mean, part of it is the family I was born into, the opportunities I was afforded, the way it all happened. But And I, I'm not trying to take away and say it was all a master plan, but I do feel if I was a complete asshole... Like, I'm a big guy. Karma will settle any score. You know what I mean? I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. So I Mm. live my life the way I want to and try to be a good person and try to rise above it and not get in the mud and wrestle around with people for no reason. So you see it. You see it. you see God as a part of a very complex series of things. Yeah. It sounds like a a pretty holistic perspective. When it comes to that theodicy question you said I don't really see involved in that do you feel like God just kind of steps back and lets things happen yeah that's the thing and that's what I again where I think my brain's too small in the spectrum right of like I can't explain to you what it is but like mm. when Colin and I would talk about this whether it be on a show or over beers or something he'd always say well you know it's what's going to be the breaking point for a lot of people is when aliens show up finally or make contact and there's mm. life outside of ours and that will mm-hmm. shatter religion and I was like but it wouldn't shatter mine like mm-hmm. in my definition of it I believe there's life out there and I don't think that's dissuaded from it and I don't but I and I'm and I don't like for me it's the biggest question that it's come back to over and over and over again is just like how could there at some time have been nothing I get the big bang I get the universe expanding but Mm. how did those elements get there Mm -hmm. and like where how has there always been something that just doesn't make sense to me and that's like so you recognize the incomprehensible and you find God to be a part of that spectrum exactly yeah exactly and I think it's one of those things I'll never have the answer you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I don't think that's what it's about for me but so already two friends two vastly different perspectives right Mm -hmm. but that's why we don't talk I I have one thing that I want to add to mine here we go that I have to sort of draw out because it's kind of confusing okay so can we get Skycam Kev yeah, no, 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 we don't. We don't need Skycam. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's it's a little bit more serious serious of a topic. Um, and this is when I was in middle school. Um, mm. my so my dad, his uncle and his aunt and his three cousins, which are I called them my uncle and right. my aunt and you know like I didn't yeah. say great uncle or whatever. Yeah. So uh, my uncle and my aunt had uh, three children, right? And so my uncle. It's uh, Maria Odin Robert. So my Odin, un- Odin, yeah. Awesome. Odin. Hold on, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Wow. So um, my uncle died of cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Which really broke my heart. I spelled cancer wrong. Um, my which really broke my heart when I was in middle school, right? And then okay. my aunt had Alzheimer's. Right. Um, my cousin Maria had. Uh, she was born mentally disabled, mm-hmm. and she couldn't talk. She needed assistance her whole life. Um, and Odin had cerebral uh, palsy, mm-hmm. and Robert had back pains. Yeah, 
And there was always this weird uh, issue with that. So eventually my uncle uh, Ezekiel died, and then my, my aunt Manita died, and then my uh, cousin Maria got breast cancer, and wow. she died. Jeez. And then Odin with cerebral palsy died as well. Mm. And they were all like 40. Like the sons and the daughter, or the, yeah, the sons and the daughter were around 40-ish, mm. maybe 50. And my, uncles are, my uncle and aunt were around 80 or so. And then uh, Robert just had back pains, right? So finally, at the final funeral, when, uh, when Odin died, and all his family was gone, he was just sort of standing there, and he was like, they're all gone. Like, mm. I'm alone. And that was a moment for me that, it, even while everything else was happening, while everybody else was, uh, was going through their problems and everything, I just, I, I just couldn't stop thinking, like, why would such a family be cursed in this right. way? Mm-hmm. And, and granted, there are... Tons of families out there who have gone through probably worse, but it was just such a an eye opening thing for me. And when he said they're all gone, I was like, man, like you don't deserve this, and they didn't deserve this, and like what for, you know? Um, and that I I forgot that this was one of the moments that really sort of drove the point home to me. Like I don't know if I what kind of God would allow this? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, what so did I, Robert th- th- think? Huh? What did Robert think after him? I don't know. Uh, I, I he was always very quiet. He's he's a super quiet man. Uh, he lives back in Austin. Um, but I know that when my uncle died at first, you know, I think it was just general just general sadness, right? Yeah. I I, don't, I mean, he's still a believer. I I assume hmm. so. I assume he's still religious. But for me, it was kind of eye opening for me. Yeah. And I think that was like, ironically enough, a come to Jesus moment of like, I don't know if this is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should believe in this right. anymore. You know? That would have a profound effect on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that's one thing I wanted to throw out before mm-hmm. we moved on to Danny. Right. Uh, probably yeah, probably the opposite side, maybe. I, I, it seems like we have a fairly similar in terms of our education and upbringing. Yeah. Like, I grew up in a profoundly Catholic country, probably similar, actually, to a lot of, like, uh, sort of Latin America, right? We are, it's that, that whole... It's, like, wrapped so deep into the culture and into mm-hmm. how, like, families interact with each other and that whole idea as well of, like, people, you know... God being like an important part and, and the disappointment you get, right? Mm. When, when somebody like a kid decides not to be not to be religious anymore. So I grew up Catholic, uh, like actively so, went to Mass every Sunday with my parents and family, um, prayed every night. Um, and then my my sort of we talked about it a bit on pockets um a couple of months back where my um OCD and depression was sort of kicking in at around the time that my sort of uh um I guess that my idea of what religion was was starting to mature a bit mm-hmm. outside of the, oh, I grew up in a country where Catholicism is thrown at me every second of the day in the, you know, in the morning in, in Ireland where they, they, you know, they play the Angelas, uh, the, you know, you hear the, the bells going off where in school, you know, there's a cross in every, it's like constant, right? And then having the sort of idea of like, you know, you get a wider understanding of the world and then saying, oh, I don't really believe in this and this and this and this. And like this all going on as well with like, you know, up north, there's like Catholics versus Protestants war basically going on for a lot of people. How long has it been going on for? I mean, like the troubles since the Good Friday Agreement was signed, like there hasn't been active like Mm -hmm. paramilitary like stuff going on up there. Every once in a while, there's a tragic like, you know, a a policeman is shot or there's a, you know, somebody assassinated or or, there hasn't been bombs and stuff like that for a long time. Um, Like that was all that was pretty bad in the 70s and 80s and then the 90s. And then it all kind of got relatively resolved. I mean, pretty much. Um, 
Do you have memories of it as a child? Like, no, like, oh, so I grew up in Waterford, which is about okay. as far from the north okay. as you can guess. Oh, okay. You're and south, so, right. like, it, it was more like this is happening to a community which is yeah. almost identical to me, but we're very privileged enough to be away from it. Okay. And, like, my parents were in Dublin when the Dublin bombings happened, when the Unionists detonated some bombs in, in the centre of our capital. But for the most part, that stuff was happening in the north. But it was, like, so about Catholic versus Protestant. And our sort of antagonistic relationship with Britain, specifically with England, to be honest, was sort of based in this sort of Catholic versus Protestant thing, which largely it has nothing to do with that. It's like Celtic versus Rangers. Like, it's not like every Celtic fan is going to Catholic Mass and every Rangers fan is going to Protestant Mass and that's why they hate each other. It's it's just, it's, religion and culture to me were, like, identical. Yeah. Like, and they were very hard to separate. So that, I guess... I got to the stage where I was every night I was like doing my, my Hail Mary and my Our Father and doing my prayer and then I was doing six Hail Marys and twelve Our Fathers and then I was doing blah blah blah, blah and you can tell where this is going um, and then eventually when I needed to go to like a psychologist or a psychiatrist to talk about it um, it being Ireland my mother said would you like to talk to a priest first and I was like I don't want to talk to a priest first yeah. um, you know let's also roll in all the um, molestation stuff that was happening in Ireland and sure. it was also happening in, in America I've since learned um, in Boston and whatnot. Um and like Christian brothers in Ireland beating kids and the nuns and the Magdalene sisters and all that sort of stuff. And I grew up and I had an aunt and an uncle who again were grand aunt and grand uncle who was like a nun and a, and, a, and a monk, right? And I went to uh, my high school, there were like brothers living there. I used to go upstairs and talk to Brother Ben. And he's a man who like devoted his life to, to the faith and like somebody who when I go home in the summer, I'm going to pop in and say hi to. Like these are people I love mm-hmm. and respect. But I my sort of divorce from it was quite... Um, aggressive or like angry like I was pissed mm. off I was like I bought into this nonsense I was it was forced upon me now I'm getting out of it and the idea of what God is to me from that moment on was very much sort of um connected to society's requirement for God to exist when that, you when you said uh, when you said that moment what was the what was the catalyst for the the, the moment of decision I think like it was a bunch of different things it was me grab you know Getting the idea that perhaps the like New Testament stuff, like the Jesus, whoever that was, was was uh, as much a real person as it was a myth that was interpreted in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you only have to look at like Lutherism, Catholicism, Protestant, Protestantarianism to like see the differences that have happened there already. Yeah. Right. So like, if you're going back two thousand years, it's like okay, well, there's a lot more shit going on, right? I don't, I don't even know anyone who's Greek Orthodox, but I bet if I talk to them, they'd have some interesting <laughs> ideas about what was going yeah, on. Yeah, they'd have some, so they'd have some <laughs> things to say about the eleventh century. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So it was that, and like just the wider, like you know, even like stupid things, like you know, watching that first Zeitgeist movie, right? Which yeah. is like a lot of it's nonsense yeah. now, but like a lot, a lot of actually most of it, you know, especially all that the the, the terror. And stuff, but like I don't remember this movie. What was this movie? Uh, it was like one it of those three-parter, yeah, sort of like documentary thing that went viral back in the day when people were downloading shit from like Kazan. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, okay. yeah. uh, So it was like a three-parter thing. It was like religion, nine eleven, and like uh, finances in America, yes. and like how the system holds people down, and you know all that sort of and, stuff. And it's and it's fairly like it, it gets exactly it stretches out into like crazy conspiratorial stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was a seed of just like of, you know, dissent and thinking differently. And, like, even, like, you know, silly things. Like, I watched The Matrix, which is basically a movie about, like, Descartian metaphysics, which, like, if you... Or, like, malicious demon theory and Mm -hmm. all these things, which, like... They can also be, a, that's like a different version of religion, right? And especially to, yeah. to a teenager, that's very sexy to be able to see the world in a different way to your, you know, to everyone else and be like, no, I know what's going on. You're all wrong. So 
I think like I, I'm definitely with you in that I believe that there is something that is greater than us and I believe that we are like fourth dimensional beings and we, we are stuck with time as the way we perceive reality and because of that we, we can't break outside of that and so I do think there are things that are outside of our like conscious understanding but I just think the idea of like God as some sort of um, in the clouds person yeah. who mm-hmm. like cares about the like moment to moment suffering that we have is just like a little bit too convenient mm-hmm. or something but like too anthropomorphic yes mm-hmm. very much so and but like all of this is being said with the very like deliberate understanding that I am totally a byproduct of where I grew up and the way I feel about it, mm-hmm. that I was a 21st century Irish person during a very rough time for Catholicism in Ireland, where a lot of my friends, you know, broke away from the idea of, of, of church. So, like, as much as that's how I think about it, I also know that I have no choice in that's how I think about it, because I don't really feel like I have that much agency around this. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that happens to me, mm-hmm. and I also have no problem. Like, I don't think I'm right. But mm-hmm. I, I know that's how I think Just, about it. That's where I am yes. at the moment. So yeah. I have no problem with people who are related. My parents go to mass and like, I'll, I don't go on Christmas, but like, I'll go like to people's weddings and stuff. I have no problem, sure. right? And every time I pass the church, I, I, my, yeah. hand, my hand goes yeah. up to do it. Oh, yeah, and, I'm yeah, like, yeah. And, I get, and I feel disingenuous, right? Well, so that I, I stop the, myself. But. As somebody who never goes to church, you know what I mean? Like when I, when we went to Alexis's wedding or whatever, and we right. walked in and it was just like, there was holy water, ding, ding, ding. You know what I mean? Like they go into like our fathers and just pick it up. And like, right. I remember Jen looking at me like, well, she has no idea what any of this is. And it's just like, yeah, this is a force of habit. You know what I mean? You just know all this. And even though different religion, it was like, the similar touchstones and all that. Mm. I found myself doing the same stuff going back home. And, uh, you know, I visit my family every Christmas cause that's just what you do or whatever. Mm. And, uh, and every once in a while, if I'm there early enough, I'll go to the Christmas Eve, uh, service right. at my church back Midnight home. Midnight mass or no, 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 no. It, no. It takes place around like 6 PM or cool. so. Um, and then after that, that's when we do the gift openings or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. like, even when I'm there, like, you know, I still do the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and I right. say the, the all the prayers and stuff. And it's you know, it's it's not that. Again, I it, it's not a thing that like oh everybody's wrong and this and that. it's just like right. no, nah, just it's just how I feel. I guess I in know. a weird way, I miss it. I remember playing, um, I think it was Bioshock Infinite or something. I know we don't talk about video games, but I know if you're allowed to talk <laughs> about video games, you're fine. But I remember playing, and like, so I was involved in like choirs and stuff, and like mm-hmm. I used to sing at church a lot of the times, and um, like I loved all that, and I have super fond memories of that, and going hanging out in the chapel, you know, at lunch break and playing music with my buddies and singing and stuff, and that whole intro sequence where you're going down and they're singing mm-hmm. that song and mm-hmm. stuff, like, it, like I, I wanted to cry. I did cry at the end of that game. It like, because mm-hmm. the, there's this whole thread of religion that goes through it and it's so beautiful. Like so much of it is so beautiful and so much of religion like is beautiful and like unifying and communal and stuff. It's just that I couldn't separate what I felt were like just things that didn't add up to me. Like I couldn't give over myself to the whole thing because I felt so much of it was just made up to to make everyone feel better. <laughs> but I missed like so much of it. I remember like playing that game and feeling like really alone. Like, right. oh yeah, but like that's the way it has to be, I guess. I mean, that's the thing of going to Catholic school for so long and the people you would meet who were following the word and would mm. give a homeless person the shirt off their back or right. would do anything for it were so outnumbered by complete assholes. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you fucking doing? Like, why are you? Why would you be involved with any of this this right. way if that's how you feel and actually act? 
Well, I, I think sometimes most of us want to be Frodo or Sam, and we discover we're Gollum. I, mean, that's, that's, uh, I, I think I might be stealing that actually from uh, Martin Scorsese. Uh, mm. He made a film recently. Did you guys see Silence? No, no, I haven't actually. I wanted to. Silence is interesting. Uh, it, I, I don't know what you'll think of it. Um, it raises some interesting points. There's things I really liked about it, things I didn't like as much, mm. but definitely was fascinated by it. Uh, it's a movie about Roman Catholicism in, imagine this, uh, uh, medieval Japan, mm. and um, or or post-medieval Japan, pardon me. And in Silence, there's a character who's truly wretched, mm. um, desperately wants to be good, desperately wants to be, as he understands it, an ideal Christian, an ideal Catholic, mm. and just can't manage it, and keeps getting the people around him destroyed in mm. the process. Um, but I, I, I read some things, uh, I think it was Scorsese who made the movie, who, who said something about the effect of, he's fascinated by the idea of the wretched, mm. of people doing their best and just never quite yeah, never quite it. making it. Yeah. And that that's, that that's uh, as much a foundational part of why religion exists as anything. Right. Yeah. And, well, uh, I want you to answer this question, Jaron. Cause like you're, yeah, yeah I, you, I mean, you were the reverend are yeah, still legal. I, am, and all that I stuff. am the reverend, but uh, you're yeah. the, you are the living example to me of this, of why do bad things happen to good people? Well, you're bad. the best among us and mm. you've had so much hardship. Mm. Well, you, you call me the best among you. You're very kind. Um, I, I I, I don't think that I deserve to have really horrible things happen to me. I'm, I'm not Augustinian enough for that. Um, the, you know, there's this, there's so many different ideas in religion and so many different ideas within the vast scope of the Christian religion. Mm. You know, you met, brought up Protestantism, Catholicism, mm. Orthodoxy. Those three camps right there are, are home to literally thousands of different strains mm. of belief and hundreds of denominations. So there's a lot of room for different ideas in that. I don't subscribe to the idea, personally, um, that people are inherently bad, which many parts of Christianity embrace. I, I tend to be much more Pelagian, much more optimistic about that. I think that's why I make a, a halfway decent Quaker, uh, <laughs> is because it's it's very optimistic about, eh, maybe you're just what you are, mm. and uh, maybe you choose good and you choose bad, and every day you make another choice, and sometimes you choose bad and sometimes you choose good. Um, but yeah, bad things did happen to my family and me, just as they've happened to all you and to the innocent that you've known. Um, I have trouble with that constantly. My my faith is not knowledge, and it ebbs and flows. Mm. I will, you know, when I was uh, pastoring congregations, there were Sunday mornings where, from the experience of love that I'd seen, when I'd seen one person in the faith reach out to another one with a love that was so powerful beyond any human explanation that I saw something supernatural in the experience, that I saw love beyond human potential at work, mm. cosmic love, and sometimes even miraculous love. And I don't want to dwell on that, but I've seen some really odd things occasionally. Give me a good one. <laughs> I, don't dwell on it. Give me a good one. I saw somebody that was terribly sick, and I saw them prayed for, and I saw them never be sick again. Mm. Uh, somebody with a terminal illness. I also saw a hundred other people with terminal illnesses prayed for that didn't get better, but I saw one that did, and it changed my life. Sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to do with that, because that person, as good as they were, they weren't any better than the people who weren't. I don't know what to do with that. I really don't. It, it, it seems almost cruel in its randomness, but it also seems wonderful. Hmm. But in that expression of human love, I would see wonderful things that made me believe, hey, wow, I need to tell everyone about this Jesus guy and what he says about the way God is. 
And then I would have mornings where I got up there and I preached because it was my job and I needed a paycheck and I didn't know if there was a God or not. Mm. And I was pissed at him because I had seen something awful happen. Mm. I'd seen someone suffer and wrecked and died and go, what, what, where are you? What are you? Every time I'm right at the edge of, you know, I've screamed at God enough times and walked away that it's, it's almost farcical. <laughs> the thing is I keep turning around and running into him waiting for me. It's like that story of the Good Samaritan, you know, just, there's somebody that literally comes and picks you off off the ground and carries you away or, or the prodigal son. The stories are so beautiful because they're mm. true. The prodigal son is, is a story about someone who says to their father, and I think we miss this a lot, you know, do you know the story? Mm. You remember this from Sunday yeah, school, yeah. the prodigal son, there's this guy that goes to his dad and he's like, dad, give me all my inheritance now. I'm going to go off. What that kid is saying to his father in, in the context of an ancient culture is dad, I'd rather have your money than you. I wish you were dead. I wish you were dead already so I could have my inheritance. So give me the money and I never want to see you again. That's the attitude that's being conveyed there. The kid takes everything, says, yeah, screw you, walks off, goes, wastes the money, has nothing left to eat. And he's like, well, at least I can go be a hired hand. Goes back to his dad because he's got nowhere else to go and all his friends have abandoned him. And his dad runs out and embraces him and carries him home mm. and holds a feast in his honor and says, you know, my son was lost and he's home. That kind of love. I keep running into that just when I want to believe it can't exist. Just when something awful happens and it's always through people. So maybe it is just a giant metaphor for human potential. If it is, you know what? Great. Because it's something that inspires us toward a better personhood. But I don't think it's that either. I don't believe it's that. Because there's this tiny little voice that's very rarely here, but sometimes here. It just says things can be better. I realize that's a weak argument. It's just belief. <laughs> but that's what it's like for me. Sure. Um, and uh, somebody seems to be really patient with the fact that when things get rough, I kind of get angry or get mad or get grumpy or get into myself. And when I come back out, yeah, God's a big boy. He can take it. <laughs> he, can take, he can take my abuse. He can take my, my, uh, my scorn. And he can take me going off and pouting for a while. He always <laughs> seems to be there afterward. Yeah, and he always seems to be like, "Yeah, it's all right." What, it's kind of the way you, you, you want to imagine you'd be with your kid. What's always fascinating with me is when people talk about it and they argue about it, and they want to argue about religion, right? right. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, all of us having a different interpretation of it is just your belief. None of us have the answer. What does it matter, right? If it all motivates you to be a good person, if you mm -hmm. want, I mean, we're all good people. Like, you know what I mean? I know you all very well. Mm. And it's like, whatever makes you, you fine. Yeah, maybe I, I do die or maybe, I mean, maybe I die and I never know anything, <laughs> which is probably true. But if I die and it turns out it was just fucking lights going out. Well, big deal, whatever. Hey, you know if what I mean? die and it ended up I was wrong, I'd be super jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think where, I think where some of that comes from, it's two things. Uh, so, and I've seen some of it is a loving concern and some strains of Christianity. There's, there's a very strong conviction that, you know, people want to evangelize to you because they want to share the love with you. Yes. They want you to understand yeah. it. They want you to be a part of it. But some of them literally are trying to save you from, you know, burning in hell right. too. They, they're like, oh God, I'm scared for you. Sure. Yeah. I want, I love you. I don't want a bad thing to happen mm. to you. Sure. So some of it comes from that. More of it, and I find this especially true in the, in the United States right now, is that there's, Christianity can very easily become a series of answers mm. 
two very difficult problems to make you feel safe. Mm. Sometimes like a, like it's a rule some, book or yeah, a rule yeah. book, and we need that sometimes. We need a rule book because life sucks and it's confusing. Mm. That's why the Bible was written. Huh? The Bible is a pretty good rule book. For the, it can be, except it, except it argues with itself constantly. <laughs> it was never really intended to be a rule book. That's the, the even even the law isn't really a rule book yeah. when you look at it. Uh, it, it's more about no. Seriously, look for look for the good truths that are here. But uh, without digressing, there's a strain of us that would rather be right than be good. Right. Mm-hmm. That's because. something I've experienced. A difference that I've seen from Europe to America is there is that type of association. Uh, this uh, I don't know what the word is for it. That's going to sound overly negative, but there is a sort of an idea that like, oh, you're not religious, so you don't. You're like a heathen, basically, and you mm-hmm. don't understand these answers. Whereas that was never really the case back home. Like it was, it felt, you know, being religious was a very humble sort of act and like a pious kind of nice, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas all too often, at least maybe just in the crazy 21st century we live in at the moment, it does get thrown out as this like you know, you're either with us or against this kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I think then only goes to make p- people maybe more doggedly <laughs> re- dogmatic and more aggressively atheist because yeah. because it just... It pushes know, people away. Right, yeah. yeah it, which is it, silly. And that's actually something that... Sorry to... to no, it's okay. That's actually something that, like, we, we've talk, I talked to my wife a lot about because she did not... She grew up completely outside of religion in an atheist family. And she feels almost that, like, the idea of having a faith has been robbed from her mm-hmm. because there's all these rule books that you need to be part... You need to pick your clan, and if you're not in <laughs> one of them, then you, you just got to, you know, play solo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, like, an interesting, you know, problem to have, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Religion's weird. It is. Yeah. It is <laughs> that's what you can. That's the SEO on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Religion, is, Religion weird. is weird. The game over, Greggy Show topic too. Uh, Danny, what's your topic? And also, Kevin, will you open the back windows <laughs> and bring me more ice? It got warm again. Yeah, I'm glad I'd wore my shorts after Stupid all. Ass. I was in Oakland. Studio. It's like ten degrees warmer. Kevin, I don't want to be rude, but do you mind bringing some water if you're bringing ice? No. Thank you very much. Nice work. I'm good. I'm still working my way through these various liquids. Working my way down. You want some ice? Uh, tiddle, 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 tiddle. Yeah, Are you going to a gig? I did. Sarah Berrielis, is that her name? No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God, I hate you. No. God, you're a monster. I only know that one song. It's a great video. I went and saw Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton. And then I also just got my Michelle Branch tickets. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Michelle Branch. Yeah, exactly. Sarah Borealis or whatever is the one Tim's Aurora always saying Borealis. is more important than either. <laughs> yeah, Aurora Borealis. No, he's talking, he talks about someone else. Is he, does he? Yeah. Uh, somebody I I'd never remember. heard of that he claims was just as big as them at the time. Name, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's Such she, doesn't, she doesn't matter, Tim. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, Danny, what's, what's Thanks, going on? I needed a bit of a, of a palate cleanser between. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, serious religion topic now, yeah. Danny's bullshit. I know, it's just something so fucking trite. I should have just we should have just talked about the the bachelorette instead, but it only, it only, <laughs> only started Tim last would night. Only I Tim know that's yeah. the problem. I heard the, the the captions were really good. The captions for the oh, yes, guy, yes. like what was the one guy? He's like a tickle. He tickles people. Tickler, yeah. yeah, and he did true to true to form. He tickles. He tickled oh, her right goodness. in the I don't know What the fuck, y'all are talking Let's about? Let's find out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got there eventually. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, videos ever with Colin was uh, the conversation with Colin. Yeah. Somebody submitted it was just tickle Colin. Oh, really? Uh, and so I did it and expecting him to not care because Colin is just Colin. Yeah. And I did it and he screams in agony. <laughs> oh, and he it turns out he's this whole and it's launched this whole giant topic about how he hates being tickled. And this is like worst it's nightmare. It's so strange. Like, oh, but like, yeah, Thank it's like so it's something that's completely like you've no. Uh, Thanks, Kev. Thank you, Kev. Happy birthday. By the time this post will be. 
He's gonna forget your birthday in the future. So. Nice. Jared wants water, right? Is that, is that the nice water <laughs> there? Do you want water? I wanted water. Oh, you. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. You, you don't know, have I take to, back though. your birthday class. Yeah, fuck your birthday. Someone's listening to this on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, and they're getting it on the, your birthday. They're listening on the Friday that is Kevin Quello's birthday. Happy so. birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday, Kevin. God damn, we're all today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Good stuff. Hey, what's up? Hey, nothing. You want to talk about my nonsense? Yeah. So I hear you're buying a car. I want to buy a car, but I haven't bought a car ever, literally in my entire life. Wow. I'm 31 years old. I drove my mom's 94 Fiat Punto around yeah. South Ireland. It, it choked its way around Thank Waterford you. for years and years. But I just got my license, and I need to buy a car. And I need advice car. on how to buy a car. I just bought my first car. Did you really? Like, wow. Perfect. Before I moved up here. Did you drive up? Yeah. Nice. I made the whole drive from Did you Austin, play Phantom Texas. Planet the whole way? No. Yeah? No. <laughs> no, actually, a few times I was called in on the morning show. Right. Yeah. And Andy, where are you at? And it's just like shitty fucking speakerphone, like Bluetooth over the, like in the middle of New Mexico. I don't know. It was a nightmare. Um, yeah. So I bought my first vehicle before I moved up here. Um, can I help you with the process? Probably not because mommy and daddy helped out a lot. Oh, really? And they ah, love me very much. That's and the I love thing. Them. I don't have my mom and dad yeah. in Ireland. Okay, so, they can't um, help. So, what, what, so you went in there and your dad was like, you can knock off this undercoating, right? We can bring this down five <laughs> grand. We don't need this. We need seatbelts. Yeah, <laughs> put in a cassette player. All right, yeah. yeah. No, none of that. The uh, we got a. Uh, I have a Honda Civic. Okay, love my Honda Civic. Mm. Let me tell you, Danny, love my Honda Civic. <laughs> Sell me uh, a Honda Civic. Did you buy a new Honda Civic? It was new or new twenty sixteen. Okay, so it was like that's good. The last model of the the you know before they brought in the twenty seventeen. That's a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like those clearance deals. That's when you want to get in, Craig. Yeah, Memorial Day, whatever. New, yeah. December. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was brand new. Yeah, it had like twelve miles on it or whatever. Wow. Um, Ooh, shiny. Yeah. um, (laughs) Very, very nice. Um, Chrome. The great thing about the Honda Civics, let me tell you, this is going to turn into a fucking advertisement for for Honda. It's a good Um, point to point out we're sponsored by Honda (laughs) (laughs) Civic. We're not. Please send us cars. The base model of the Honda Civic. Yeah. uh, So Honda's very like. I think the rule that the the dude helping us out at the dealership told us. Yeah, he was like, uh, Honda's. Um, Hondas aren't allowed to be taxis. Like they're kind of okay. snooty about it. They're right. kind of like, no, we're not. We we're don't. Like, we can't like, Uber. No, Chevys can do that or whatever can do that. But Hondas, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't let taxi services have Hondas or whatever. Or do taxi services wow. don't want it because they're so bad they no, just break down all the no, time. No, I don't know. So no. <laughs> nah, so um, the base model Honda had way more shit that I would have ever expected. Okay. So um, my prior car, a Nissan Versa, which is right. a 2014. Ooh. Um, was a base model. Mm-hmm. You open the door, right, and it says Versa lit up oh, on the little whoa. side. Set. Very, very nice. Very nice. Um, now the windows, manual windows. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good for you. Actually, um, everything was fucking manual in that okay. vehicle on that Nissan. So I'm getting my manual Honda. gearbox. Uh, no, no, I drove standard. No, no, no. I just, no standard? Is that yeah. what we call automatic, automatic. care? Whatever. Standard? Yeah. Because yeah. No. they're we're slowly breathing out manual. It's okay. stupid. Hey. It's not stupid. It's dumb, guys. It's not dumb. We've it's... perfected it. There's no, no, you're not racing down the countryside trying to get away from the cops, all right? I was coming across the Bay standard Bridge. Standard refers to manual. Yeah, standard's manual. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? We're dumb. Manual. Yeah, I know yeah. you're dumb. Automatic. We're talking about good automatics. Yeah, I automatic was. No. It is no. now. It is standard. Standard transmission Because we're breathing out. 
No more manual. Well, Nobody this, needs this. Well, the, new, <laughs> the new standard. I got three pedals. Let's hit them all. <laughs> the, new, the new standard's automatic. Let's. I'm making that stand okay. here. Let's go, guys. Game Over Gregor Show, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Make the shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny live three. Um, Casual so, gearbox. <laughs> the top gear guys just burst through the wall like the Kool-Aid man and beat you. <laughs> I love that show, by the way. Uh, so the base model version of the Honda hmm. has like the fucking... Rear view camera. Okay. Nice. Um, it has Bluetooth like integrated and all that because right. they're like all about safety, right? They don't want you talking on your phone. Yeah. So you can kill somebody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, that I guess that's all it has. <laughs> I guess. Good I guess it has, I, So I was really blown away by that rear view camera. <laughs> I was like, "There's yeah. no way. Like this has got to be like the fucking LX or the EX model, right. or whatever the fuck." And they're like, "No, this is this is bottom of the line Honda Civic." But, but uh, it's like it's like black and white and it's got scan lines. Yeah, so it's not as yeah, good as the, yeah, exactly. the, the, the other one. Yeah. Exactly. It's pinging back like a radar <laughs> image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, great gas mileage. Uh-huh. Now, do you, are you going to drive around a lot? Probably, yeah. Well, we're going to move up north, and I expect to be coming to town once okay. in a while. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're you know you know forty minute commute okay. every now and again. So right now, what, where's your head at? What kind of vehicle are you looking? So for? here's the thing. Here right? we go. Here we so go. so if we're moving up to we're moving up to yeah. like. Get a house and maybe start a family, doing all sure. stuff. I know, I stuff. know that the next car is going to be the boring family car. Oh. Nice. Oh. So we're like, we got this Rav Five. It's parked outside. It's on its last legs. We're thinking a Forester or something, maybe to like to do the same kind of thing. You put the baby seat or maybe. Whatever. Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're not of course. nothing like that. You know, hopefully in the next couple of years. I know that's coming. Okay. I know the barn, the cat in that one is actually fucked. So I'm getting it fixed next week. So hopefully we'll we'll. We'll do that, and we'll get a couple more years out of that one, maybe, or maybe a year. So I want something you fun. Cat okay. in that one's right. so Catalytic converter. Oh, okay. right. oh, I thought you meant a I, you're not, I, I know you have cats. Car guys. I was like, We've well, established you're not car guys. <laughs> <laughs> he likes automatic. You don't know what a catalytic converter is. We're good. All, I know already Blue's brothers mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> so already interrupting, right? Already, your mode of thought is setting you up for pain. Right. Okay. So okay. we have a similar car history. <laughs> Honda Civic owner, Nissan Versa owner. So okay. back. Boring cars. I right. love boring cars. Yeah. yeah. I adore simple, boring cars. Uh, I have my whole life. Dependable. Dependable. Yeah, dependable. Right, my sure. dad was a car guy. My dad was a, a bona fide gearhead. I grew up in rural North Carolina, right. surrounded by people that knew things about cars that I could not care less about. Right, okay. I just wanted to drive. You are about to get a wonderful vehicle that you are going to fall in love with and immediately have to get rid of. And go through the separation anxiety yeah. of ditching a vehicle that you will have just learned to have fun with. But isn't it better to have loved and lost? No. no. It is better to buy a cheap, <laughs> durable vehicle that will last you 10 years now okay. that happens to have a back seat. <laughs> because you're not like you're not, you're not going to have a brood, right? You're not going to no, you're, you're not going to spawn a vast number of of younglings. Yeah, I mean, you're not, Irish. Yeah. I have a friend. That's a good point. But, I have a friend who had quintuplets by accident. Yeah. But you're not going for the von Trops. Like you're not forming a singing group. No. Okay. All right. So that being the maybe. case, maybe maybe singing. Right. He did talk about fun. singing in church. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe, so I mean. maybe a singing. And now family. welcome to the stage for kind of funny live <laughs> seven. <laughs> the you have to pay me yeah. what licensing fees for that. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 not at all. Get a relatively inexpensive, slightly used, car faxed and checked out, okay. never wrecked, right, yeah. um, reliable, medium-sized sedan. Accord. Yeah, an Accord or a Civic. Even, even a yeah. Civic. Toyota even Camry. a Civic has, has yeah. enough back seat for, yeah. for one kid. I have my Civic out there. We can get a little, little test drive oh, going, yeah? Danny. Yeah. yeah, let's go, dog. Or, uh, even, I mean, if, you, if you're if you really wanting to, to go cheap, get a Versa. I have a Versa, really. I've had two of them now. 
Right. Um, I was in a verse in the wreck. Wait, what saved happened my to life, the first? Oh, okay, the wreck. That's yeah, I, so I, 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 went, I had that wreck. I went out, bought another Versa. Yeah, right. you know, was, Loyal man, was, I like that. Uh, right. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> head on at 120 miles an hour. So <laughs> we lived. Um, right, so safety. Yeah, yeah. And, and that does matter. Um, but it, I realize it's the dullest possible thing to say, but you're going to, you never had a car anyway. You're going to like the new car no, a that's, lot. That's the thing. You're right. But also, I feel like I've, I've had like, 13 years maybe of I could have been having fun in a car. Sure. Yeah. And my eyes are set on some like really stupid cars. Here's okay. the thing. You want a fun car and a car you can put kids in? Get an Ecto-1. Get a what? Ecto-1. Ecto-1. <laughs> Isn't that a hearse? <laughs> no. It's an, well, it was, was an ambulance slash hearse com- combo. But it mainly is an ambulance. Mainly. Okay. Yeah, Miller I could like get like a some you know there must be somebody who's making them right like oh like, yeah oh yeah What's, trust me I've looked into it many a time like a DeLorean like there's, there's see like, yeah, yeah DeLoreans yeah get an Irish car get a now, truck with the big balls hanging if you want, oh, I hate those fucking <laughs> things one of the weirdest moments was I was walking through downtown Columbia with friends from school like normal people okay, normal okay. friends and uh, there was a giant truck and then another car behind the giant truck and it was one of my friends girlfriends and I'm with journalism students and she's an antler girlfriend okay and she just leans out she's like Miller and I'm like, oh hey. She's like, oh, look at the balls in this truck. I'm like, yeah. I'll ride back to what we were talking about. Keep on walking. Uh, yeah, here, I'll give you an idea if you want. Okay. And you're allowed to steal it because I don't think I'll ever have the balls to do it. Okay. Because what I've always said is Steimer had a Mini Cooper. Right. Mini Cooper was nice. And, and everybody's like, oh, whenever you sunroof. Yeah, they're sort of fine. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Everybody always worries about me in small cars because I'm a huge yeah. dude, right? And I was always like, it's fine, but they do make a four-door Mini, a mini Cooper now. Yes. Mm-hmm. The white model looks a lot like an Ecto-1. You and I, a- I've always said I would buy the Mini Cooper white double doors, and put then, the Ghostbusters and, logo, yes, and yeah, paint yeah, shit yeah. on it. And like, yeah, but like, Maybe not, some s- not me spoilers do it. Not, or something. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not painting it. I'm either hiring somebody or just paying Cool Greg 20 bucks to <laughs> spray paint it up and make it look that way. <laughs> but like, I would, but then I, then I realized, of course, I live in San Francisco. Yeah. I want to be parking on the street all the time. Some Kids right. are gonna fuck with that, yeah, of course. That's true. You in a Mini Cooper, like, I don't know why I'm picturing Robert Downey Jr. in the like, Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how tightly you <laughs> Jarvis! <laughs> I thought you were gonna go, there's that Simpsons episode, the yeah. 36 short stories in Springfield. Yeah, right, yes. Did you find something about my automobile? Look at that! Yeah. Like, yeah. Kevin, I assume, is gonna show up on one of the things here. The Mini Cooper. It's a nice mech suit. What is it? The white Mini Cooper S hardtop looks like the Ecto 1. Like, I think that'd be a kind of If I, when, I should say if. When I move back to Columbia, Missouri and retire, right. I'll buy one of these motherfuckers. Yeah, it kind of looks like the car, my dream, the, not dream car, but like the car that I, I could reasonably guess mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I'm, that I'm mm-hmm. eyeing up. It kind of looks Get like a it a little bit. Just go all out. That's a good point. Do you want to look up, uh, it's not a Tesla, but look up the um, 2017 Miata. The oh. Mazda Miata RF. Oh, so they brought that oh, back, right? It's, it's that? the Orf? first hardtop Miata. Yeah. Oh. This is the, I'll let you know, this will be the first time I ever lays, laid eyes on a Miata okay. and known it. I'm sure I've seen them. I just right. don't know. I'm not They're a car really, guy. But it's like the most popular. Like I only know Miata. The literally world. the only time I've heard someone mention Miata is in the movie Shattered Glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, you ever seen this? No. Oh, it's great. You got to go do it. It's about this uh, guy, Stephen Glass, who yeah. totally made up all these articles. On the right. Yeah, one on the right. Guy jumps right. on the table. I'm getting a Miata. It's a great movie. Everybody check it You can't deny a Miata is a lot of fun. You can't fit a baby in it's a two-seater. It's a no. two-seater. It's got a hard top, so you don't have to worry about people like fucking with your shit. It's got the smallest trunk in the world. They're small. They're loud. They handle like a ninja. I know. Like, they're they're, they're marvelous so that way. Well. And because they're so low to the ground and so small, they're already peppy and fast. Yeah. But they feel like you're like like you're sitting in a roller skate with rockets attached to it. I mean, it it, it's so it's delightful. Fun. It's a lot of I've fun. I've sat in one. I haven't had a test drive yet. Yeah. 
and they're not they're like so reasonably priced yeah, for what are. it is now where are you going to fit all of your filming equipment that's the fucking problem because <laughs> you're not going to fit it in the trunk with yeah, the exactly <laughs> yeah that's glove true. compartment can't well fit. that's why I, I hire jeremy jane who has the world's biggest he's got like a one of those trucks but it's it's got like a it's like a it's a like a, a flatbed truck but it's got one of those shells tops on it okay. oh, so yeah, that yeah. looks like ecto-1 uh, yeah. okay. but it's green it like and it's one. got the biggest like sure. clutch or gear stick you've ever seen it's like this high off the ground yeah. now i got a question for you do you want to drive fast is that why you want the miata i want to what i like you about drive the miata is they don't go that fast no but i mean here and like no that's, that's true thing. yeah you're like, if I'm you if you move up north you're gonna be able to open it up for maybe what yeah. five miles before you oh, hit the bridge i'm talking about sonoma i'm not saying going up to but in sonoma you're gonna get pulled over like that, that's yeah. what's gonna happen. You're speeding and they don't go that fast, but the, what they do, they're really good for like street driving because yeah. they're like, you know, nippy oh yeah, they, and they are they nimble as all, fast. and they feel fast, which yeah. is fun. Yes. Even when they're not fast because they're so small, they feel fast. But if speed's not the issue, you do have one other rare opportunity that I okay. don't think should be missed here because okay. you don't get many chances at this in life. No, that's that's why I'm this to do is your moment, mobile. and it's gonna be the only moment you have until like 25 years from now when you're the eccentric old guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> fucking listen um, up, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you have the chance to buy the weird car right now. Which oh, is the other yeah. option. You have the chance to buy the classic car that you work on, fix up, make look awesome, and drive around for a few years, and you're the guy with the Volkswagen thing. Right. You're the guy with the microbus. You're the guy oh, with the, the DeLorean. You know, yeah, the DeLorean. Like, you're the, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey, my friend. A couple of gearheads right here. Sledgehammers. But there are people in this area that can help you out. There are people you know that can guide you down this path. And when you're the cool car guy... That's pretty pretty fantastic, and sometimes because cool cars are not always all that expensive, the DeLorean's going to be. But some of those right. others are not too bad. Yeah, you can get away with keeping it. Like and an then old you're the guy in eleven, exactly. or like something then, like crazy it, old Ferrari, like a thirty year old Ferrari. Or and something. then you got it, it in your garage, and you just you're the guy that has the cool old car. <laughs> I played Grand Turismo once. I would really. uh, Dodge Viper. Oh, oh yeah, so that's the, not expensive. The Vipers yeah. were like, oh my god, back in the day, holy fuck, when that Price? show was on CBS, and I would sleep over at my grandma's house, yeah. and my brother and I would be there, and fucking Viper was on CBS, and it was a black, awesome ass car. I'd like, I was all about the Viper, dude. Nice. Like the fuck, the huh? Yeah, yeah, like, the blue one with the white stripes. Stripes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that's like one Gran Turismo, Lord. man. Yeah. That's the car. Letterman still drives one of those around occasionally. Really? I think, yeah. You could get awesome. a late '90s Viper for not much. Yeah, or like, they, sure, the Dodges aren't even that expensive. Like new Dodges are. But here's expensive. the thing. 38 miles to the gallon in the right. city on my vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Come on, right? man, yeah. come on. That's NPC on the Miata's unreal, mostly because it's like. Only two, pounds. two people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with the hard time. Because it's so. a paperclip with wheels and <laughs> right. a big engine. Have yeah. you thought about going full San Francisco and just getting the Prius? No. Yeah. No. Not ready for that move? All right. No. Just put it out there but they're quiet. Um, yeah. They're, they're too quiet. That's yeah, the they're problem. creepy quiet. They are yeah. creepy yeah. quiet. Yeah. Why, yeah. Am I, why am I making such little noise? Yeah. What am I hiding? Well, yeah, Who am I creeping exactly. up on? So now you look suspicious. You mentioned mom and dad aren't here to help. Yeah. And you didn't mean, I don't, not money-wise. Well, they're in Ireland. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I think they're we know that. They're both still with us. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't. They're, on <laughs> they're looking down from up above yeah. in Ireland. They're on our existential plane. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, so are you prepared to go to the, a dealership and fuck that's around what, with so these th people? That's the problem, right? Yeah. It's like, I don't know what to do. If I go new car, if I go second-hand car, I've been looking on Craigslist and only checking the dealer stuff yeah. for like old Miatas, but the hard top when it got made this year, so I'd have to get a soft top, and I'm not so sure about that. And also, I'm not sure about the Miata thing either. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm looking at everything else. I'm looking at what like, does Mrs. O'Dwyer think about this? She kind of thinks she kept her name, technically. I know. I'm, why, just, I'm just know. trying to, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing up your spot Why do you here. hate women? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> she thinks she, she's of the same mind that, like, we're going to have the boring car soon. So maybe. I mean, originally she was like, let's just get a shitty car. But then eventually she was like, okay, maybe, you know. She liked the, the look of that one. She liked yeah, the yeah. look of the Toyota 86. 
the Subaru BRZ, I guess, the same car with like same engine, same everything, but it's like a different model. Like those types of cars, she's kind of into. She's like, okay, that looks like fun. And we're gonna move up to Sonoma, hopefully, so like she knows I'm gonna be driving out a lot. And sure, coming down here a bunch. So like, she's kind of like, okay, this is gonna be like more your car, I guess. So like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. go for it. Ah, but but, okay. but like both of us are we're all we're like the type of people who rather like if the place is across the road, we'll order from Postmates, so we don't have to go talk to someone. Yeah, exactly. Like, we, we, we got you know that's we, my thing. Keep is to like, ourselves. So I don't know about. Going up to my somebody. parents when they would buy cars, right, and go to the dealership, Packy Web Ford over on Roosevelt Road. I think it's no longer in, it's gone in Wheaton, but anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, but I remember it being we would be there for like seven fucking hours, it's a fucking uh, nightmare, wh- whittling things down, doing all this stuff, and I'd be like, this well, well, is awful. Like they were because they were really knowledgeable about cars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Salespeople. Were so like, they're doing. Yeah, it's that. It's that dance. It's the who. I don't know if right. I can bring it down that much, guys. Let me go talk to my supervisor. Walk Dude, over. Good lord. I just back. went through that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still <laughs> happens, right? It was a goddamn nightmare. So but we that's went- a new car. That still happens with new cars that much. Yeah, well, so a lot of that comes down to price. So, like, the first place we went to was right down the road, and the dude's price was, like, just way too high for a vehicle that's trying to get clearanced out. And we were like, come on, man, that's kind of crazy. And he would not fucking budge. Obviously, I mean, not necessarily him, but, like, the sales manager or whatever. We were like, you know what? We're going to go to Harlingen, Texas, which is, like, 30 miles away, about a 45-minute drive or so, 40-minute drive. You put on some Um, tunes. You had some fun. Yeah, yeah, man. Got some snacks. Hanging with the parents, playing some, like, (laughs) fucking... Play Earth, wind, and fire. No, so check this out. <laughs> On the drive over there, my mom said, you listen to nicer music now. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah. yeah. What were you listening to? I think the 1975. Have you heard of them? No. The 1975. Classics, though. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think because I used to listen to like really like I, I would play death metal and shit like that. Sure. Um, so at, when we got to the dealership that was about 40 minutes away or whatever, um, the people there were like really helpful. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna help you out. Like that's why you came out here. We told you we were gonna get way below the price of the other place right. uh, put out there or whatever." Um, and so we went through the whole like back and forth, and oh, I don't know, can we do this? Can we do that? Back and forth. You know, and it, we had a we had a special last month. Let me see if I yeah, can still yeah, get you that yeah, package. Right, yeah. so, oh, that so, sounds familiar. So here's wow. what it, so here's what it was. So they were like, "Well, if you put this much down." Mm-hmm. I can probably get you this price. Let me talk to my sales manager. Right. Yeah. But then, so we always knew we were going to put more down than the initial down payment. What's the initial down yeah. payment or something? Like, is like 20% or something? Uh, or? No, no, no. The initial yeah. down payment for us, well, because I was trading in my old Versa. Right. So we had a little bit there. I think the initial down that we put was two grand. Okay. And then we ended up putting three. Okay. Right. But the, uh, he was like, all right, so if I tell you we're putting two down, if I told them, like he's he did the total thing that I I'm would your do. friend. He did the thing I would yeah. do at yeah. Best Buy, like yeah. fucking like it's, like it's, it's this right. guy's a night. He's having a bad yeah, day. My I just manager, gotta, he's yeah. just, he's total dick right now, bro. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you if we put this much down, we'll get it at this price. Ooh. And then when we get you at that price, that's when you put more down. You get it down to an even lesser uh, uh, monthly payment or whatever. And so we did that, and it was fucking radical, dude. Yeah. But it was just like six hours of just like, God, I'm exhausted. Really? Man. Yeah, I know, right? I don't yeah. want to do and then we went I mean, to like it's Apple, a lot of money. And then so we went like to Applebee's hour, afterwards. Yeah. Nice. And like, uh, I get that bourbon steak, no, that Jack the, Daniels the, bourbon the steak. The fucking chicken crispers are like fucking Ugh. cold. But it does raise an important point, which you walk under the lot knowing what you're after. If you're right. going for a new car in particular. You can show no weakness is yeah, the problem. Yeah, right. you know what you're there. Don't let them distract you to another vehicle that they think you know what you're there for. Decide what car you're there to buy beforehand, and then your choice simply becomes buying. I'm buying this here or I'm, I'm not. not buying this here. Okay. Don't correct. buy anything else they try to sell you. <laughs> my Just thing, my thing is go to CarMax. Okay. I've never bought a car. I, I you know, I got a First hand, question. I got what a is hand, CarMax. It's the CarMax is like the no bullshit. Hey, you come in the other, this is the price. 
Okay. It doesn't move up or down. It's it's less than what a dealer would tell you sticker price. Maybe you could argue. Is this a physical location? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And my whole thing with it is that for me, again, I, I what happened is I got a hand me down car and then I bought my mom's car when right. she got done and I sold the cars and I never did. Carmax is like the GameStop of cars. Exactly. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pre-order this? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to pre-order these tires? No. <laughs> a little known Greg Miller story. I talk about this internship I did out in Rockville, Maryland. Okay. Um, in between junior and senior years of college, right? But what it was is you that sold cars. No, I worked. I went to a company called UCG, and I forget what it stands for anymore. I think United Communication Group or something like okay. that. Maybe I'm getting the wrong. Maybe it's UGC. It doesn't matter. But I, what contact. I did is I they did a bunch of different <laughs> newsletters to specific industries. So I had okay, a friend B2B who stuff exactly. Right. I had a friend who worked. I made. I know one of the other interns there worked on like the you know the healthcare one. One right. was on, and this is the one I wanted and didn't get. And I was so mad. One was on Funeral Home Insider. Oh, what? yeah. Where it was like it would taught you to interview people. like so the I, sickest coffins. Exactly. Or, yeah. like, Greg, that's that's a dying business. Ah! But I, I, my assignment was car dealer insider. No fucking a hundred percent. And I was like, I don't know anything about cars. They're like, that's not what this is. This isn't. Hey, look at this car. It's car dealers talking to other car dealers. And so it was oh, social network. You got like the black book. You got I, like the- Dude, dude, my biggest art not my biggest article, like I click views or something, but the article that I remember the most was this guy in you need to subscribe to this. This guy in uh, Oklahoma had come up with this script and sales had risen 75%. Right. And he was now selling the script, but they gave us a sample. And it is such like, you fucking asshole snake motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm totally like, blank, insert person's name here. Blank, you know, oh, I don't know. Let me go talk to this person. And then it was like, wait 15 minutes. Come back. Be like, da da da. I'm like, wow. oh, you scumbags. Oh you know God, what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck off. Because that's the thing is like, if I when I inevitably need a car one day, I'm gonna have to go to one of these things, and I'm right. gonna walk in and be like, "I want that car for this much money," and like, I don't want to fuck around. Right. Do it now. I'll pay even more. I don't know. You I know got- what's happening right now, though, right? Is that that right now? Listen to the the vast audience that mm. listens to the great Game Over Greggy Show. Watch the Game Over Greggy Show. There are several hardworking car, sal- I know. car salesmen out there I right know. now that are weeping. Just like I'm just trying to make I'm a not, living. I'm, I'm so still low. trying to make a living. Don't, and that's the thing is everybody knows. Like somebody will get their feathers ruffled about it. It's not. I know not every car dealership person's a scumbag. We back at Packet Web Ford. My parents bought Dad's Ford uh, Ford Ranger, '94 Ford Ranger that my father still drives. Keeping that in mind, 1994 still drives this thing. It is in pristine oh, condition. Like three months ago, somebody approached him at a gas station trying to buy it. When he's three years old, he collects. 90s, cl- that's a classic no, car. Early, nice. early oh, 90s Rangers are kind of fun to drive. I used to have one. And then mom got a oh. Mustang there. Both sold to us by Chris Chelios's brother. Chris Chelios, of course, is a Chicago Blackhawks player. Wow. But his oh, brother right. gave us a little signed hockey stick. Now, it was one of those, is it he fake? Who does, knows? It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it, it, and that's the thing of like, it was such a cherished childhood memory of like, he was a good dude. He was good to my mom and dad. And he, was, he gave me the stick. But is it? like I, re, I When I'm there, it's like that usual suspect's moment of the coffee right. mug falling. Like, did he have a script of like, give them the signed black? He's buying you, these stupid shit. The only car dealer I've ever known was I was there when my mom bought her Fiat Punto back in 1994. And then like, like 10 years later, I ended up driving it around for a couple of years and I was in college. Yeah. And then I moved to London, right? And then my first trip back from London, I drive into my, lo- my like local airport, Waterford Airport. And dad picks me up and he's like, whatever, his Passat or whatever. And he's driving me back and I'm like, he's like catching up with all the stuff that's happened since he left. And he's like, oh, we got rid of the Ponto. Mom got a new car. She got a new Ponto, as you would. She yeah. that car. Fix it again tomorrow. Um, and I'm like, oh, what happened to the other one? And he was like, we brought it back to the guy and we bought her farm and I remember this dude he was super nice very handsome guy oh. and I remember thinking like 
Okay, that's cool. He was a cool guy. That's a, that's a really nice. One. Like, what happened? Did he did he give you good money for it? He was like, he said it was the first car he ever sold. He, oh! said, it was, he said it was like a museum piece. No, so he said that a million. He times. was taking it back, and he was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just thought he's taking it back, and he said he's gonna he's gonna keep it because it's the first car he ever sold, and it's like a museum piece, right? As my dad is telling me the oh, story, no. the car in front of us looks really like, and this is a town of like forty thousand people, right? A hundred thousand people live in the county. The car in front of us was literally the fucking Punto. And I was Whoa. like, we're having this conversation. And, and I'm like, uh-huh. I'm a sick guy. I'm like, about 100 yards up the road, and he's catching up with us. On the road to our house from the airport, which is like maybe half a mile, I'm like, Dad, I think that's, I think that's it in front of us. And he was like, no, I don't think so. I'm like, yeah, I, I put those <laughs> stickers on the, on the back. <laughs> and it got sold six months earlier. And uh, he's like, you really think so? And like, now I'm thinking, did you buy the car for me? Like, is this like part of some sort of elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> it literally drives the whole way to our house. The last turn to go into our house, it goes straight. Wow. And he ca- so he like catches up, and it's literally the same reg plate, license plate. Wow! And he leaves. So I'm the <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. It's the first car I ever sold, man. I'll give you four thousand for it or whatever. Listen, I can't. Uh, historically, we don't even take these anymore. But because of this <laughs> connection, I'm not allowed. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna, allowed, yeah. Dude, actually, I'm gonna yeah. hook you. I mean, I can get a lot of trouble with supervisors, but <laughs> so, I'm gonna make this. But I'm gonna how, back. Oh, go oh ahead. sorry. You go ahead, Jared. I, just back to the few fundamentals. Right. Know what you're going on the lot okay. to get. Good to know. All right. Uh, don't buy anything that you aren't there to buy. Right. Uh, have your budget. Stick to it. That's Do important. not let them talk you over. Period, period, period. Okay. Just walk away somewhere else. We'll sell it to you for what you want or, or you'll adjust. Or I can come back there someday if it is that yep. good a deal. Exactly. Right. Okay. If you do buy new, generally speaking, buying slightly used yes. is just a better value. If you do buy new for some reason, don't buy the stupid coating. Just oh yeah, the, well, that's the, the undercoating. Yeah. Let me spray just, this. Just, just they will try to slip it in. Just be like, tell them no, no, and they'll be like, but I have to. You'd be like, no, and like we already put it on. No, it will, magically, it will magically come off. I mean, just just it's amazing. The, the uh, cost will go off. That's what happened yeah. to me with the window tinting. They're like, oh, this one has brand new window tinting, and I was like, ooh, uh, well, we probably don't need that. And he's like, you know what? We're just gonna throw it in there. Right. For you. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, dog. Yeah, I got these windows tinted. Allocate a lot got. of time. That's important <laughs> because you're not necessarily gonna find exactly what you want the first right. place. You have to decide. I'm yeah. going solo then. I, yeah. my, my wife is amazing. She has no patience for that shit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do it myself. And dress scouts. down. You're self-employed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dress Bre- down. No problem. <laughs> 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 this is a this is my work uniform. Oh, <laughs> just bring a Nintendo Switch for you and your wife. There you go. No, dress down. I bring a fucking. Oh, man, Game Boy Advance or something. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Sure. That's for a Vita. So I used to work at a car dealership. It's too loud. This, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I this used to work at a car time. dealership. Holy cow. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah. What? Wait, you used to write a B2B car thing. Yeah. Jared's owned a million cars. It was my first. I'm just like, old. That's my only <laughs> advantage. It was my first legitimate job. Okay. I was a, I was a receptionist. I, that's how I got my first job. Because Answer the phone right after me. Thank you for calling the new bon- pu- uh, no. ah, Thank you for calling the brand new Buick Pontiac GMC. This is Andy speaking. How may I help you? Nice. Yeah, that's good. And, and so, so it was a brand new dealership, and the dude who owned it, uh, no, not the general manager, super dick. Good lord, <laughs> this motherfucker was an asshole. He would like, I'd get a call, and I'd be like, um, and by the way, he was he was a uh, Cuban, so this is why I'm about to do the accent. Okay. <laughs> so I'd be like, uh, thank you for calling the brand new Buick Pontiac GMC. Thank, uh, this is Andy. How can I help you? And he go. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure you, you you were saying the right words. Like he would call in just oh to make gosh. sure I said the script correctly. He was like your 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 wow. uh, fake. What is it? The the fake person who comes in to, to buy things. Oh, like oh, the yeah. secret, secret shopper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a total dick. Um, 
always on, like, okay, this is like totally throwing out accusations. I'm pretty sure he was always on coke. <laughs> like, all the time. I mean, and he runs a car dealership. Yeah, it's, it, it kind of works. Comes to the territory. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, so he'd walk around, like, hey, Conio, what's going on, Conio? <laughs> like, he would say Conio all the time. What does that mean? Conio just means, like, dude or bro. Or okay. It's just okay. like a slang for it sure. or whatever. Right. Um, and so I, so I worked with, with two of my uncles at the time. And what helped me with my with buying my new vehicle was the whole, hey, look, my mom. This is my mom's sort of thing. Hey, right. my brother works at blah 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 dealership. My other right. brother works at blah 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 dealership. This is what the trade in is for our current vehicle, right. for my son's current vehicle. This is what the trade in is. Don't try to like undercut us. Yeah. You know? They're like, you know, so so it's good having that sort of like yes. blueprint for what your old sure. vehicles worth. Now you're not doing that, but it mm-hmm. you could just lie about it and just be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. My my old coworker or my brother this, works at so and so. It's Rob Four. It's like twenty years old, but it's like what, uh, what grand for every year. Yeah, this camera. <laughs> yeah, it's what every year. <laughs> this camera's like thirty shillings or whatever you might say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll just buy them without. Speaking of which, actually, my phone just went off, which means I need to throw more money in the meter. Oh, okay. So Ooh. we should probably wrap this up. Okay. This topic. Okay. Not then, to not to, we'll not to right sideline. Host. Just go pay the meter, and I'll, I'll tell my one little adage. Okay. Just because I, I what I once I'm at my first job was at Petland. Okay. Small pet land in a strip mall. Oh man! Yeah, you worked at a pet land. I did work at a pet. I land. I was a Santa at a pet land once. Really? Yeah. How'd that go? And I got I got a snake over my shoulders. Mm-hmm. There was there was a dog that peed yeah, on me. It was the most interesting yeah. person I've ever met. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know. Uh, but no, they let me answer the phone like you know the first within the first few days, and I, I I went to answer the phone. They're like, "Do you know what to say?" And I was like. Thank you for calling Petland. This is Greg, and and I was like, no. What do you need to say? And from that day forward, I had to say, it's a great day at Petland. Oh, this God, is Greg. How can that. I help you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why was this such a great day at Petland every day? They do that at, at a, my local pizza place back home. There's a place called Peter Piper Pizza. It's the pizza people pick. Okay. So I've what they would that. do is like, uh-huh. we're having a great day at Peter Piper Pizza in McAllen. How may I help you? And I was like, you're not having a great day. <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks right you now. You don't sound like you're having a great Where day. Where was this at Peter Piper Pizza? Was so um, I'm r- like as far south as you can go. In Texas before hitting the border. Okay. McAllen, Brownsville, Far Texas, like Harlingen, that whole area. Now, I thought that it was only Texas based. And mm-hmm. I'm on the drive over here moving to San Francisco. Yeah. And I'm in fucking New Mexico. Okay. And I see a Peter Piper sign. I was like, good lord, I'm fucking stopping there. Dude. Yeah, you are. We're doing that for lunch. And yep. but turns out How it was, was it? nine AM. Um, so I had to keep Oh, uh, no delicious <laughs> That's breakfast. No, no, no oh, Peter man. Piper pizza. It's too bad. One so time So we we in high school. There was a giant house party. Some of these parents were away. So mm-hmm. This party got thrown. And then the next morning, everyone had things to do except me and my friend Noonan. And this is before Noonan and I were super Typical close. Noonan. This is the day we become super close. Okay. And so we woke up hungover, but not like super hungover because we're starting to drink, you know, seeing how it is where you're just like, I don't feel great, but I'm, yeah. pizza would set me straight. And we're like, we're going to go to the Pizza Hut buffet in Carroll Stream. Oh, fuck. This yeah. is going to be fucking great. We roll up, get out of the car, and it's like 10 15. <laughs> And we're like, fuck, what do we do? We went back to Noonan's house. Do you have house. the cinnamon and frosting pizza? Yeah, they, they weren't open. We went back to Noonan's house and like sat in the basement watching TV. And his mom came in like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're killing time to the pizza buffet open. But did you get to the pizza buffet? Fuck yeah. Did you go back when the pizza Hell buffet yeah, was fresh? Like right when oh my God, right. There's nothing more indulgent, terrible, and wonderful on earth than getting to a pizza buffet the moment it opens. Oh, yeah. yeah that is the best because suddenly it's like it has it's not yet rancid. Yep. There aren't flies on it. There aren't slug colonies being you born. You can see in like the, just, yeah. the minimum wage staff like rolling their eyes as we walk in. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to destroy this pizza buffet. Yeah, like, that's the same face I would give people when I worked at Best Buy when it's like, 
10 in the morning, people waiting outside, like, oh, these motherfucking losers <laughs> over here. Like, that's how I felt totally as that, like, employee for six years. I like, never had a chance to have, like, a cynical job. Like, I was really lucky. So, like, it was like a, a pharmacy. So, if people were waiting outside, I was like, oh, man, they really They must need be their really pills. sick. Someone's right. going to yeah. die. Oh, man. You know, you know, I, I, six years of Best Buy was very cynical. Oh, that'd be rough. <laughs> Andy, yeah. what's yeah. your topic? Oh, I thought you had a topic. No, we're skipping it to go to yours. Oh, okay. Um, I guess. Okay. Do you not want to do your topic? I mean, if you have a better one. <laughs> <laughs> now I really want to know what your topic is. So, uh, Danny, you get to pick. I get to pick. Uh, so, what we have, no, I'm going to tell you what they are. Oh. Andy wanted to talk about bubblegum. Okay. <laughs> I had the topic of. <laughs> how, strong, <laughs> strong start. <laughs> bubblegum for Andy. Or. <laughs> and now, mine's an either or one. Okay. So, so you have three picks three here. Way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you got two chances to pick bubblegum. Okay. I'm not sure bubble if you're going to do it. All right. How do you pee? Or terrace? <laughs> <laughs> wow. One of these things is not like Yeah, the one of these is uh, not like the normal <laughs> Game Over Greg Show I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I got bubble gum here. Yeah. I got how you need to how you pee. Hey pee is mm. how, uh, Yeah. I don't know. Again, maybe how maybe do you pee? Maybe two serious topics is a bit We've, we've, we've had, had we had, we had a pretty serious I don't want to end on a lighthearted note. Like, yeah. So, okay. Well, so, do you want bubblegum or honey? For example, pretty terrible layers. Happened, one yeah. of the most underrated gummed bubblegums of all time. Pee. How you pee? How you pee? <laughs> all right. This is my topic. Yeah. Thank right. you for siding with me on this. What I'd like to talk about today, gentlemen, is how do you pee? Now, with my penis. Exactly. Right. Here's the thing I've noticed. How do you pee? Uh, on, on this show that I do once in a while, Super Knockin' Boots, yes. we get into interesting territory all the time because mm. we have a bunch of weirdos on that show. Yeah, you do. D- Damon and Ty Root are part of the Dicks Up Club. Yeah. Which means that in their underwear, they like their penis to be up. That's f- mm. yeah. weird, right? Mm. Or are you a Dicks Up person? No. no okay, no Dicks Up. Kevin, no. are you Dicks Up? That's not a thing. It is if they say yeah, it's a thing. Not, you'd be surprised shit. the amount of people who write in saying it is a thing and they I do it. I do that if I have like a surprise boner. Of yeah. course, tucking yeah. in the waistband. Tucking in the waistband. Yeah. Yeah. But well, uh, are they wearing like... I like assume boxers? boxer briefs. Yeah, yeah. How, how, you, how would you even? Yeah. Well, well I mean, you put you it up there, briefs. and then over time it comes down. But you <laughs> yeah, you can do it with briefs. It can okay. be done. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, briefs. I imagine. I think yeah. loose boxers right. is where we get. Yeah. yeah. Loose boxers. I don't. I don't, I don't play that game. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Okay. I don't fuck around. So now that. that, of course, I'm with you. I'm with the majority of normal human beings. Like that's a weird thing, Tyroot. Why would anyone do that? But then it's come up before of peeing. Right. And this is just something that recently has come to my attention because they called me out for how I peed being weird. Mm-hmm. So then I started doing it. Maybe I think their way, but I don't even know if I'm doing it right. I didn't Wait, know it was more pee. than one way. So to I wear boxer briefs for me undies. Okay. okay. So, the softest fucking underwear, and okay. they don't. They've never sponsored us. The softest underwear in the world. I love these fucking things so much. Okay. I pay a premium. Of course you can. Okay. Now I'm very hot. Hold on. Okay. So they are going to be even oh, wetter. Than oh, usual. do you need to do okay. that? Okay. Ah, I'm yeah. switching over here. I'm very worried. Oh, they're good. Oh, those yeah, are good. soft. Right? Those are really soft. Oh, Lord. wow. Can oh, I? interesting. Can it's like under it's like under armor. Nice. I've touched yeah, yeah. it before. Those are okay. really soft. There's a stretchiness to But they're it not as well. silky. Like they don't have like the, exactly. they don't they don't feel it's like they like, feel like, weird. I'm not trying to you. impress anybody, but this no. is, you know, super soft. What are you wearing over there? Like like they're soft, but they're not that soft. Okay. There's too much cotton ball. Oh no, this Andy Andy's wearing like the flannel pajama oh, boxes. Wow. American Eagle. No, can't do that. Can't down that. Now the thing about these underwear is that there is no dick hole. Yes, there's okay. no dick yeah. hole there. Oh. Mm-hmm. So what I Ditto. did, and this yeah. was a new yeah. one because I've worn other boxer briefs that have the dick hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's there. And actually, I guess at, I was wearing Michael. It's really hard to pee when you. I was no wearing Michael Kors before this. No dick hole. No hole for the dick. I suddenly understand the question, <laughs> right? And so, 
<laughs> I think it was Damon one time we were talking and telling the story about peeing for some way or another, and he I mentioned that there was no dick hole on these, and he's like, well, how do you pee? How do you pee out of them then? And I said what I thought was the reasonable answer. I grabbed the leg hole. No! I grabbed the leg hole and pulled it up over my. I thought it made sense. I thought it made sense. Are you saying you the right? end of your dick is closer to the end of your shorts than? No, it's not. I'm not trying to. This isn't like some Big Johnson T-shirt. <laughs> no, I, I went. I went through a stage around the second grade where I did that, and then I stopped for the rest of my life. Well, no, uh, we went to school with a kid. I remember, like in second yeah. grade or whatever, and like he went in there and he just dropped, dropped his, his pants. And you're like, oh, there's always, no, 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 there's, there's, always, there's always the drop kid. Actually, yeah. I was the drop kid for a little while. Okay. Oh, and then the big trough. Huh? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was the drop kid. We all peed in the big trough. There's a wall, yeah. basically. Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't have the big trough. We didn't oh, have the big okay. trough. Our, my school had had dedicated urinals, but I was the drop kid for a little while. In Europe, that's like then, most still most public toilets. Okay, yeah. then, yeah. The time, then time passed and it was okay. Uh, then oh, I was like, that's right. a bad idea. But then I tried the leg thing for a while. Uh, because I thought it was novel. Were you wearing? It is novel. Are you? What, what are you wearing? wearing briefs in this situation? Uh, this, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I was wearing briefs. In this. I'm, a, I'm a because like I, I was boxers I was for a long, long time, and then I went no, boxers. Yeah. No, I'm a brief, I'm a briefs man. Okay, and uh, so I definitely experimented with that early in life, but gotcha. I came back around. Well, see, briefs yeah. always had the dick hole, so it was fine yeah. to get in and out of. I thought. Because then you went yeah. zip, yeah. and then yeah. whoop. So, so, so is that so your solution? Is that what you do? Well, now now that it's been called into question, lately I've been doing. All right, fine. I'll pull the waistband down. I'll go over them like this. But then I'm getting the thing where I'm. Guillotine the balls in the dick. Yeah, and like he's done a few things where I'm on the phone, I'm doing it. Okay, I'm not peeing on myself. Well, I'm on the phone, I'm doing it. Of course, I'm a busy man. I'm making business deals left and right. This is this. You think I'm hiring kids from Austin without being on the phone? Never, ever, ever. Okay, for so many reasons. It really looks like you're taking a picture of your cock when you do that. Yeah, and you might be. I mean that's 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 the that's the undisclosed Maybe danger. Now here's the thing. The in, thumbnail for this video. In a public restroom, when I've had a few at a bar, and I'm yeah. in there peeing what, through whatever hole, doesn't matter for the situation. I'm checking Twitter. But I'm on the phone, yeah. and no. someone walks in and sidles up to the urinal next to me. I'll let you know. I ask them if they mind. You ask them if you mind. No. <laughs> what? And then and then you hear nothing coming. From I've that done urinal. it so many times <laughs> with strangers where I'll be on my phone peeing, and somebody will walk in. I'm like. So where do you come down and using a phone at a urinal? I'll slide it back in my pocket. What? Hey, have you ever Greg had your Miller. phone tossed in the urinal? By I dropped it in the. Oh no no. Okay. I dropped it in the urinal once. All right. I, if I walked into a bathroom, why, why I'm a gentle doing soul. It then? That was your. That was. I mean, like, why do people who fall? Why, when your when you your parachute fails in skydiving, why do you keep skydiving? You're talking about like, the lights going off you when you're walking you home at night. <laughs> That's yeah. God telling you to stop using your phone in the goddamn urinal. Uh, is it yeah, nice? it's not okay. No, if I was walking into a bathroom and a stranger said to me, do you mind if I use my phone? I would take their phone and drop it in the urinal and just happened. walk away. That's, 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 that's no, what's no going to happen. I was it's, way too drunk after the dice boards. <laughs> that's what happened. I once drunkenly placed my phone into a pint glass Ooh. while drunk. Yeah. And okay. then went, wait, no, that's not my pocket. <laughs> rice bag. The phone work? Oh, rice, rice bag. bag. Yeah, it works. So I always used to do the waistband down thing. Yeah. 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 Right. Which feels a bit weird too. It, it, yeah, well, I'm like, that's just how I was my whole life, right? And right. then for some reason, I was listening, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, and they're like, no, we're like, boots. Kevin's gonna, oh, Kevin's just gonna leave for Kevin's a second. Go smoke a no, no, no! Oh. No one tweet Paula! <laughs> uh, and then I was like, oh, the hole in, yeah, the dick hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dick hole. No dick hole. No dick hole. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything Should about I it. use the dick hole? Yeah. And. And I use the dick hole, and I've never turned back. Yeah. Right. Once you go dick hole, you, you never, never go, go back hole. Back hole. Bro hole. I, I don't know, like dick hole where you 
where it's like flat over flat like this. Yeah. yeah. The Kevin, speaking of the microphone, they can't hear you. They can't hear you from the microphone. Like, Kevin's yeah. talking. Kevin's talking doing... about when you have the dick cold. Yeah, flat. it's like a cigar cutter when you use that. But it's the same way of that. Like, I feel like it's there's more tension in the waistband move with a pop. Yeah. No, I've, I've had I've had the cigar cutter accident though, man. Ooh. But my other hand is using my phone. <laughs> That's your problem is your phone. Yeah, I think the phone is the problem. In this but scenario. ever since then, I've been using the dick hole. I've been exclusive dick hole. Naughty Dog P PlayStation, like exclusive. You sure. Know? First party. Sure. Yeah, dick hole. That's a great game. Yeah. Follow up to Knob Switch. <laughs> yeah. Dick hole. Now, I've, I've gone back and forth uh, yeah. between yeah between the flap and, and the tuck. Uh, and that's really a mood thing. It's mm. kind of like, uh, it's, it's actually kind of tactile. It's just like, mm. hey, you know, right now this feels good. And here's, switch between them. Here's my next question. Everybody stands when they pee? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Watch. <laughs> no, yeah, it was one of those. I And I, I think it might still. I'll call Nick right now. Hold on. All right. Because Nick and Tim at the old studio, which was mm -hmm. Colonized House, mm -hmm. would sit to pee because they felt like it was polite. Oh, I sit to pee oh. a lot. Oh, really? I sit to pee a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. To exclusively really? pee. Yes. To not to with zero poo poo. Yeah. Wow. Zero really? Poo -poo. I don't. I don't. I don't. Wow. Yeah. I have a spraying issue. Okay. So so I got a little. Bit. Do you ever stand? I stand if I'm in a public urinal. Sure. Because okay. I ain't my house. I don't give a shit. But Nick, you're on the Game Over Greggy show. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I was just wondering when here at the new studio, do you still sit to pee, or was that just because you were out visiting my house before? I usually sit to pee still. Yeah, I like it. It's relaxing. Sometimes it makes it, it just cuts out that little bit of time that you need between number one and number two sometimes. <laughs> but I, sometimes I don't know what's coming, you know what I mean? So I want to be prepared for everything. Sure, I understand. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. See, when alternating between urination and defecation, I still stand to pee. Now, like, even in those situations. Whoa. Here's the story. Urination Whoa. defecation is my new album. <laughs> <laughs> here's the story about Greg Miller's urination and defecation. Right. <laughs> is that they are wait. two distinctly different things for me. To where I yeah. sit down to poop and shit you not, <laughs> nine out of ten times, stand up and we'll start to leave. And I'm like, no, nah, I still got to pee. And walk back and pee. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. You don't Because I'm there for one time? business. I mean, there's a little ah. bit. But your mind is just like, I'm not focused jobs. on the urination. I'm worried right. about the defecation. Here's what's happened to me a lot. Lay it on me. Now I'm getting like inside baseball. Mm. This is the content people want if they've this stayed is, this long. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. This Patreon is only. very, very, very private. So sometimes I'm sitting down and I'm <laughs> sometimes I'm sitting down and I'm I'm, I'm pooping right or yeah, whatever course, yeah. and I'm peeing as well. <laughs> sure. And I um, with my body shape I have large thighs. Okay. Sometimes the large thighs constrict the pee. They constrict oh, really? my pee pee oh. as my oh, pee your penis. Yeah, as, yeah. my pee pee is it's you gotta spread yeah, them. yeah. So oh there so f there are times where like I stand up and I'm like nope still got some pee there. They almost got me. Yes. I almost got me. Cause, yeah, because there's been times where like I stand up and I fucking just like I it's, leave. Oh, it's like a kink in the hose. It's not done. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So I've had to. I, I like. I've been mentally conscious of that shit. Of like, all right, I'm peeing right out. I think I'm done, but am I done? Let me yeah. kind of do a little. Nope, Move wasn't around. done. Mm -hmm. a little bit you open up your thigh yeah. a little bit. Is there a worst? Is there a worse sound than when you get up to pee in the middle of the night and you're like, I don't need the light, and you hear it hit the ground? You're like, fuck. Yeah. Mm. See, oh, I'm a disciplined no. peer. I, I I I turn the light on. Doesn't happen. Always. If you sit yeah, down. Bring the glasses along. Got I mean, because the. the accidents. Do you honestly think Jared Petty's irresponsible enough to do that? Well, no, no, I've missed. There there have been there have been mishaps, but it hasn't sure. been caused by the light out, it hasn't been caused okay. by the lack of glasses. Mm. It's it's simply mm. caused by Catch up on yeah, just mm. like oh man, something like that. Yeah. Like I, I masturbated too much, and this is you, just going yeah. everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Let me tell you another shout out to me, myself, and Irene. And when I say another, I mean probably the first shout out that movie's ever got. Yeah, right. I know. Because as a young boy, 
maturing and masturbating. 100%. You have no idea if this weird, crazy urine spray is normal. Is this something everybody yeah, has? Right. Talk about? And that movie was like, Irene, why am I peeing like I've yes. been having sex all night? I'm like, oh, it's normal. Yeah, it's thank just you. like spraying it. I had yeah, that yeah. same realization when yeah. I saw that scene. I yeah. was like, yeah. Thank you, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Renee Zellweger. I was prepared by literature. The, like the, the literature? Bible, no, no, I don't no. want that. It's in there too. <laughs> that, that, that's literally in there. Absolutely. Oh, okay. There's there's at least one story about that happening. Interesting. Uh, but no. Um, and after Abel came if <laughs> and slept it for no, four I mean, days. There's, there's a lot of sex in the Bible. Um, Hell yeah, it's hot. Um, well, I mean, people had a kind of a more pragmatic attitude. You know, you live. Hell yeah. right? There wasn't a lot to do in the world, so people were a little more pragmatic <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, but no, I, I when it when it comes to like being informed about this stuff, my parents were ridiculously progressive. Really? So, oh, oh yeah. Really? So well before I hit puberty, they're like, "Hello, son. Here's a giant pile of literature. We know you'll have questions. Let's sit down and talk about them. Don't be afraid. Wow. Everything's nice. good." Like, and That's so great. a lot of it wasn't that surprising. I mean, it's still terrifying and horrible. Mm. But my mom and dad were really great about there was it, a, and it did help. There was an awesome moment cool. of watching TV with my parents, and they made there was some reference to sex or whatever, right? And like it went to commercial, and I remember. They could. T- I, my mom could read that I was thinking that over. She's like, yeah. she "Just so you, you know, yeah. a little boner." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Always use the pee hole." Go no. <laughs> she was like, "Just so you know, Greg, if you have any questions about sex ever, you're allowed to ask them or whatever." And I'm like looking at my mom doing this, and I could see my father in the other chair getting uncomfortable. So it was the most mixed signal thing of all time. And I'm like, uh, I forget what I asked about. Uh, Maybe gotcha. condoms, because uh, I remember once we saw a condom in a park, like yeah. on the ground, uh, and my friend Mike was like. That's what people rub on their dick when they're ready to have sex. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And he's like, there's a jelly in it that you rub on your dick. And I'm like, oh, wow. it makes sense. It makes sense. Why? I remember seeing one in our like high school yard and asking one of my buddies, what's that? And he went, that's a rubber Johnny. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. I didn't know what it did for like a year. Yeah. Rubber Johnnies. Like, well, I also remember like, you know, watching TV shows that were way too. <laughs> above my right. reading level or whatever where it would be like like it wasn't but it's like the Seinfeld episode where George can't get the erection yeah. and I thought it was the reverse that he was right. hard and that's why he couldn't have sex uh, and it was like, uh, it was like who oh, the fuck oh, knows how sex works oh, you know? I see I used to think that a vagina was like a, th- a thing you could grab like because <laughs> of Donald Trump <laughs> 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 I thought there was like a bulbous, like meaty thing to it. Okay. It was like, like a, like, a, like, a like an external organ. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a, a you know, like you could flap it and shit. Sure. <laughs> just grab that fucking <laughs> that bulb. It's <laughs> yeah. what Bulbasaur was based you know, on. Grab that vulva. You know? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a real, get a good handful of vulva going there. <laughs> and there go my ministerial credentials. <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to Kind of Funny's Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, where you can toss us a few bucks, get every episode early, along with a bunch of bonuses, perks, and goodies. If you have no bucks to toss away, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny. You can subscribe and see the show broken up topic by topic day by day until it goes up as one big MP3 and video around the world. Gentlemen, this was fantastic. I really had a good time. Thank you for having us. No, thank you for thank coming. you very much. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Thank you, guys. No, that's good. Now so get we, back we, to work on kind of funny live stuff. We're talking about bubblegum now? Or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. So Trident Layers, guys, 